and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell. I am joined by James Farley. Hello. Matthew Murray. Hello. And special guest. You, you, you haven't heard of him. He's nobody, really. Um, David Turners. Very rude. Don't treat yeah, your... No, it's good. Yeah. I wouldn't treat guests <laughs> like that. Um, no, no, hello, everybody. How are you doing? Hello, David. All right. Right. I'm good. How are you? How are you? You getting, uh, getting plenty of sleep, are you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Sean. Um... <laughs> Do you know? I, I, before I became a dad, I said that to so many people, and I, they, like, they definitely all wanted me to die. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. No, no, it's, it's not been. It's not been too bad. We've been, we've been yeah. plowing through it. We've just got <laughs> four more years to go before I start to like the kid. So um, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Cool. Uh, right, housekeeping. Um, I mean, I'll start, you're probably I'll wondering... start by saying is, this is going. Okay. The moment I come back, listeners, this bit's going. This is going at the moment I return. But we've actually got important stuff to talk about, That's David. That's great, I mean, it's, it's, it's going when I come back. while you're here. <laughs> <laughs> but how do, you get, how do we talk about the important stuff getting at the end when no one listens? You do that at the end. Dude, I, well, it's not the, the important end. stuff. It just puts the brakes on the podcast big time. Listen, like, hey, Dave. We're we're back. <laughs> yeah, TCGS. Uh, we'll be streaming when three we, days a week. When we start week. cutting you, when we start cutting you into the Twitch money again, you'll you'll see the value of it. All right? Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Because it's gone sky high. Sean. Made big difference. <laughs> Wait, two <laughs> two big two big bits of news. I'll do them in ascending order. Um, First one being that we are definitely officially doing a live show at EGX this year um, on Saturday, the 19th of October. Um, we'll be on at about 3 p.m. Um, we decided to go a bit earlier this year. Um, Clashing with the football. I'm, I'll say that. We? Yeah, I'm going to be sweating up on stage. I'll say <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, as far as I'm aware, we will all be there. James. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go, James, this year. I've yeah. <laughs> put it in the calendar. It's it's definitely going to happen this time. Okay, cool. that Good. does not yeah, sound like a foolproof plan. Emergency holiday, then pretend. <laughs> <laughs> Look, put it this way: I'm not booking the Airbnb until you've paid up. Yeah, front. yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> don't, 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 you can, you can, but just book for free. It's fine. <laughs> James, um, busy. So yeah. Um, as usual, you don't need like a special ticket to see us because we would not get away with that. Um, you just need to come to the show. Um, obviously, if you have a, just a regular EGX ticket. It's at XL this year. Yeah, um, down in, in London. London. It's no longer Do you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm really happy with that because, yeah. yeah, when you're at work and stuff and they're saying, what are you doing the weekend? Oh, I'm doing a, a live show from my podcast. Oh, yeah, where, where, where are you doing that? Ells Court. Like it's just it just sounds great, doesn't it? Like it was you know, not many people know the tobacco docks and it's a really lovely venue and everything. I'm not putting it down. But it's like, where are you doing this live show? Oh, it's a place called the Tobacco Docks in in uh, Wapping. Oh no, I've never heard of it or whatever. But then yeah, when when it was mean. like, Oh, I'm doing a live show in Birmingham, whereabouts? The NEC <laughs> have you heard of have you heard of the NEC like the Ells Court it's just like it's going to be brilliant I can't wait I can't wait until the day before that weekend <laughs> it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how different it is in London um, but I'm, I'm yeah, excited yeah because it's the first time first time it's been at XL I gather it's sort of in the middle of nowhere oh, well, I said Ells Court several times there didn't I yeah oh, bollocks. I assume that was intentional but Fuck. yeah <laughs> He's on the ball. Actually, yeah, because we've ne- we've never done a live show at Ells Court, have we? It's always been well, yeah, it was live. Yeah. It was just in the corner of Ells Court, yeah. <laughs> 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 surrounded yeah, yeah. by security. 
but it was definitely live-ish. It was it was recorded live. Recorded live. We yeah, recorded yeah. it. Sure. Um, but yeah, the other thing um, that is quite a big deal. Um, we have finally, due to pressure from the fans and also the fact that the rates are changing very soon, um, we've launched our first Patreon. I don't know why I said first. First of many Patreons. Um, so yeah, if you head to patreon.com forward slash TCGS, um, you can give us, give us money, money if you want. You can sign um, up. But no, but it's fine because we're actually going to give stuff in return. We we I mean we talked about this for a long time, haven't we? But whether or not we were comfortable with it and we have what we would want to offer if we were going to start asking for money. Um and yeah, basically we we've got a like a whole series of tiers. The first one being two dollars a month, which is just basically to show us a bit of support. Um and you know, that'll give you access to like a, a Patreon only um Discord. What's um, the tier name? S- What's the tier name, Sean? The tier name is in the beginning. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, and obviously you'll get access to our Patreon feed as well. I don't really know what we're gonna do with that oh, is, it, is that just going to be like really sort of boring shop talk or is that going to be <laughs> I, don't know. Know. I, was, I i had a vision in my head look it's safe to say that this is an initial sort of uh setup and the th- yeah. it will evolve like through time yeah. you know what, what we want to do with it and stuff like that i had a vision in my head that it would be more like sort of subjects that that people like our patrons want us to talk about that doesn't really fit in with uh, the computer game show so you know uh, maybe sending in questions like relating to you know different things that we wouldn't usually talk about here and um or or something like that i don't know but it's it's the idea of look we want to do we want to give something back for um people that are signing up to this um and uh and and so that's sort of like the initial spark but this thing will evolve through time you know and, and we will need your feedback as well because we want to hear what you know you want out of it too so it's 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 very much still in its early stages um everything laid out there we will we will do um it's just i, I can see this evolving uh, as and when we get feedback on what people want yeah, absolutely. Totally. And in terms of like, the the Patreon like feed itself on the website, I'm sure that's just we'll, we'll put stuff out to the community, you know, so, so see what we want to do. We'll, we'll, we can put like vote votes and stuff up there. Uh, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, I, again, yeah, like, so we're, 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 we're new to this. We're trying to work out how it's going to work. But unless Dave says it's going to evolve, but yeah, yeah. What's that, the next that's tier? The first tier. So yeah, the next one, five dollars or more a month, the Be Natural tier. <laughs> Um, where once a month you will get a Patreon exclusive podcast, which, as as we say, will be sort of driven by. I mean, we've got ideas, but also we want to hear um, what you know, the things that like people would want to hear from that. Which, as you say, might be less video gamey stuff. I don't know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, it might be more video gamey stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, extremely video gamey. <laughs> Um, yeah, the next tier is $10 or more a month, the smashing it tier, <laughs> um, which is basically once a month, um, we're going to start doing, you know, whenever there's been like a, a Nintendo Direct or one of the, the Sony ones at like a decent hour, um, we've done like a live stream where we talk over it. Um, we've had the wholly original idea of going back and doing old conferences and, and <laughs> doing a bit of a retrospective on them. Um, so we've already recorded one of those. It's the the Xbox One reveal from 2013, which was... I mean, it's fascinating how 
dull that was, to be honest, wasn't it? It was like not, really interesting it, to go Sean. back. It was. You're sorry. <laughs> you're not selling it. Like it, no, uh, not the no. Obviously, our video is fucking brilliant, but the conference itself was fascinating. How dry it was, like in hindsight. It's just very, very different to how you would imagine that sort of thing would happen today. It felt really, really old, yeah. even though it's just six years old. Um, yeah. but I think it's particularly sort of like pertinent given where we are on the current console cycle and Microsoft, you know, pushing mm. for next gen. So it's really interesting. I thought. Uh, yeah, but, so, yeah if, um, you, but if you're back at a ten dollar tea, you can watch that now. You can watch that straight away. It's already like live on out on our Patreon. So if you're back at that ten dollar and above tea, you can watch that today. Yep. Um, there were some technical issues with it, but half the point of all this is that we, it will allow us to buy some more kit um, and start being a little bit more professional. Also, in terms of technical um, troubles, like, we didn't do like a practice run. We had like we knew technically what we needed to do. Um, and then we're basically all like record our stuff separately. Sean's done an amazing job on the edit, like um, incredible. Considering it's our first time, and we're all sort of you know running with like ghetto equipment stitched together with like this <laughs> tape and stuff. I, I, yeah. I, I think he does. You've done an amazing job, Sean, and uh, I'm, I was, I'm amazed it's like, worked so well for the first one. But it's only going to get better. Um, and we want your suggestions, other things we can you know watch and react to. We've obviously got a big list ourselves in terms of sort of classic E3 moments and console announcements. But uh, yeah. Yeah, James Sean... doesn't want us to do the Konami one because apparently it's it's over it's overdone. Well, it's it's that, um... but it's it's really really long. I mean, <laughs> it's no, it's it's really really long. But yeah, lo- everyone's done it. Yeah. But it is it is genuinely very very funny. It's it's one of the <laughs> it is definitely still one of the funniest ones. But yeah, Sean did an amazing job, and the technical issues were not my fault. I just want to make that clear at this point. <laughs> I mean, it it was a. <laughs> Basically, for those who haven't seen it yet, which is obviously all of you, um, there's a bit where James has a bit of a, I was going to say breakdown. I mean, it's, it's a laughing fit, isn't it? It was a hand and mysteriously, I couldn't stop laughing. Mis- mis- mysteriously, your recording stops. I think you just absent-mindedly hit a yeah, button absolutely. on your keyboard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've just <laughs> got to watch the, the video and you can see that's exactly what happens. <laughs> But, um, it was a hand yeah, gesture no, we, we, which was ridiculous. We... It's just... <laughs> <laughs> he, it, that's it, James. Did you uh, you telling me you didn't purposely turn it off? What do you mean? Like, it, just admit it now. You didn't purposely cancel that recording. I mean that that I don't within, believe you because I know that you get freaked out about people like like you might knock yourself out through coughing or whatever, and you get freaked <laughs> out that people might see that. I've got no, a I'm feeling not... you thought it come it was coming, and then you switched it off. Just be honest. No, with no, us. no. It, it was absolutely was not that. I swear. Oh, I don't believe you. Um, come on, Dave. I do I all this streaming you. every weekend. Like, James, I don't, James, I don't believe you. Well, I don't care. It wasn't even weird that it cut out exactly the moment you were out. You exactly. Were dying I don't believe him. I don't believe him. Go on. Fine. <laughs> believe what you want to believe. I don't care. Sounds like you do. <laughs> so you really care. <laughs> the final tier, $40 or more per month. I mean, if anyone does more than that, I'll be absolutely gobsmacked. But the, uh, the living it tier, um, where basically you'll be announced and credited as a producer of the show. Uh, and you will have your name read out um, and you know name will be included in the podcast show notes and YouTube video descriptions etc yeah and, and um, obviously all the, you, you get the previous tiers and stuff or some yes. so forth so obviously if you yeah, get yeah. up for the top one you'll obviously get the TCGS talks over series you'll get like, mm-hmm. the exclusive podcast the other stuff we mentioned no yeah. I'm going to say it right there yeah. was one argument about this whole Patreon thing <laughs> and it was over this top tier and yeah. uh, I I was adamant that I wanted this top tier to be called the Major Nelson, and Matt just <laughs> flat out said no, and it's it's bugged me ever since, Matt. 
to be honest with you. I think it is the best name for a top tier in anything. It doesn't make sense, though. It doesn't, make, it doesn't what, make sense. What, and we what, would definitely listen, get bollocks. Yeah, like you can't use my namesake <laughs> for your Patreon. Who's going to bollock us? Listen, listen, right. It Major Nelson. Made sense it's not because... his name, Sean. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a character that he created. Sorry, Jason. It's an original creative work, and we can't just steal it. I was going to say, right, it would have made sense if you'd have followed through with the other ones as well, because we were going to call the like the first tier, like the Don Matrick. Right, okay. And, but, you know, but, like but isn't then, it funny that it's I, just again, completely I think different that as either, well? James. I, did, I, I didn't think it was, it was funny that it was just that random as well. Just like everything else was like, in the beginning, and the top one's the Major Nelson. <laughs> I, I just have visions of someone saying, did you sign up for the TCGS Patreon? Yeah, I did. What tier did you go for? Well, I went full Nels. I went pure Nels. Like, I'm a Nels, but I'm, I went Major Nels. What did you go for? Oh, in the beginning. I'll oh, leave off, mate. Go full Nels. Just go full Nels. Like, I, and I was saying that to myself all day and belly laughing. And Matt was like, oh, I'm worried about getting sued. We'll just change it if they threaten legal action, which they wouldn't. <laughs> oh, also, God. I'm pretty certain so that he gutted. doesn't own copyright on that name. Because it's ripped off from something else. I bet he does. I bet he does. No, it's ripped off from something else. I guarantee he's got a trademark nailed down. I'm sure on that one. It's ripped off from I Dream With Genie or whatever. It's, it's, yeah, it's nicked. Well, I don't know anything about your your anime stuff, but I'm sure. (laughs) He's got the trademark, I guarantee it. No way. So just listen, (laughs) if you are signing up for the top tier... Uh, which I highly recommend because you'll get your name read out. If I don't do it, sorry. <laughs> Matt's put a lot of effort in and I'm not taking the piss out of you. Thanks, Matt. Um, but like, if if you do sign up for that top tier, just call it the Major Nelson. Tell everyone that you signed up for the Major Nelson. You went full Nelson. Like, oh, brilliant. Have you, what Xbox podcast have you like signed up on Patreon? Like, don't, worry Xbox it, mate. don't worry about like, it, Don't worry about it. Why is it Major Nelson? Oh, don't know. Actually, I've there's literally no reason. Nels it's like, it just um, is. It's like when Bully came out and they had to rename it to Carnis Carnum Edit and everyone was like, yeah, you mean Bully, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, yeah, that's that. exactly. Sean's yeah. with me. Sean's <laughs> with me. All right, go on. Um, oh, so the other thing is we've got two stretch goals, which, I mean, they're, uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. They're the um, best they're stretch bit, goals of all time. They are very good. Um, so if, and, and that if is doing a lot of work, if we get to $600 a month, um, James and David are going to record a series of podcasts well, called. Oh Can I just say, everyone's yeah. been talking to us about a follow up to Dark Calls. Um, you know, we've we've always we've never entertained the idea of James really. No, you know, people not. were going, "Oh, I'll do Dark Dark Souls two now." James and James was like, "No." Um, oh, <laughs> David should do Bloodborne. No, and then I just thought, well, the only thing that kind of feels on a similar sort of level is if I sat and watched every single Star Wars film and called <laughs> James after every Star Wars film. And before. yeah, I've right got a feeling that we might disagree about a few things on them. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, yeah. So we're calling it Star Calls. Um, and if we if we hit that stretch goal, then we will do that. Um, uh, you know, I am so excited about that. I really can. hope... Well, yeah, I mean, this I, is I mean, it. I mean, I'm not against Star Wars. I'm quite looking forward to yeah. watching the films. I haven't, like, not watched them out of bitterness. So I've just, yeah. you know, it's just never really happened. Um, yeah. So I'm sure I'll like them. But I, I just, I know that there'll be certain aspects of Star Wars that I will be absolutely furious with or whatever. And James <laughs> is like, it's James's favourite thing. How many films are there now? Like, proper well, films? 
the thing is, I mean, because we've also had this discussion about what sort of order we're going to do this in as well. Like, but you can't like, do release it. Order. Released. Yeah, release order. Release order. Yeah, we're we're going to. I bow to pressure, and we're going to do release order because that makes more sense, apparently. Yes, uh, it, it makes got absolutely sense. because it does because well, that's the. Oh, well, you don't want to put him off from the beginning, do you? Really, I guess. Is well, the, there's the that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so you see, that, that that's also what I'm interested in, right? Because I don't think Dave will see that sort of. <sighs> You know, everyone everyone hates the prequels. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But actually, like a lot of people who just watch it now with no baggage whatsoever are just like, yeah, the Jar Jar Binks is quite annoying. But other than that, what's the no, no, problem? It's, it's like, kids that say that. It's kids that yeah. grew up with it. Seriously, because <laughs> yeah. I know kids like that, or people that are now grown ups that grew I've up. I've met a kid. Sean, <laughs> yeah. I know of a kid. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm like, I mean, it's going to be funny anyway. But I'm genuinely fascinated because I think there'll, I think there'll be bits of it that Dave's actually positive about that will surprise people. But we'll see. Okay. Uh, the other one is if we reach seven hundred dollars a month, <laughs> uh, I am going to do a week. That's a week. Fucking a weekly, monthly uh, <laughs> cooking stream called Bell's Kitchen. <laughs> In which I, yeah, I'm basically, I mean, I, I don't know how exactly how professional I'm going to be able to make this, but obviously the, that $700 a month will will help because I'm going to, and I'm going to need to buy some kit in order to do this. That's the, the, the thing. Um, so basically, yeah, it's going to be me in my kitchen making dinner and then, and then, uh, yeah, it's sort of taking you through the recipe and, you know, people can suggest stuff they want me to make or it'll just be me making, you know, some of my favorite stuff. I have like considered if like once I've made it, do I then bring the laptop through and like sit it on the dinner table and then we sit and eat dinner together? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, but yeah, aren't the, those things are massive on YouTube, aren't they? Like we're watching people eat dinners and stuff. Yeah, but they. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, but is that a, what is that like an ASMR thing or? I, a... I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'm, there's like people where I've seen like videos where people have basically a massive plate of food and they're eating and. I guess that might be yeah. Stuff, that's a, a mukbang thing. Yeah, that's a that's yeah, yeah that, ASMR yeah. related, I think. But uh, well, maybe that's maybe that's the direction I should go in with it. Could I just say as well? And, yeah. Credit yeah. to Matt for coming up with the title on that one because Sean. Wait, 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 he didn't. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Um, I don't, did you, Matt? Well, I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think I did. Bell's Kitchen. Yeah. Well. Yeah, no, I don't. Think, I, I I don't remember. I don't think I did because because I know Sean had one suggestion anyway, and then we're like, how about this other one? Well, no, yeah, no, because yeah, because I said, um, yeah, basically the plan was because I've been thinking about doing this for years. It was um, it was either going to be called Bell's Kitchen or it was going to be called Sean Bell Beater Cook. Ah, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, because right, I yeah, thought yeah. what had happened is that I'd put mm. I I thought I had an amazing name for it, the Dinner Bell, mm. which I stand by is all right, right? But no, I put that down and thought, yeah, oh, no one's going to beat that. And then I looked at my phone <laughs> and it said Bell's Kitchen, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> trumped. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that should be interesting, one way or the other. Um, so yeah, if we, I mean, if we get to seven hundred dollars a month, that would be amazing. Like, I'd be absolutely over the moon with that. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Basically. I mean, as, as we record this, page is coming live, uh, but by the time you hear this, we would have announced it on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, as I just said, yeah, this is you know, we're 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 seeing what works. We're obviously going to adapt as we get like feedback and see what people want and, and maybe don't want. So, uh, yeah, come on this journey together, and we'll we'll try and make it the best thing that, that this thing could possibly be. And yeah. those of you wondering why I'm on the show this week, uh, I'm skint, so <laughs> 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 so I want in. 
<laughs> yeah. Dave, Dave is very much in uh, before we start getting like emails saying, well, actually, how, how does that work? Because people will. <laughs> yep, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, you might hear from, from time to time. <laughs> you might hear from me from time to time. Just the just me in my minimum contract. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> my contract in minimum fifteen hours a week public appearances. <laughs> Twenty four <laughs> tweets a day. That's it now. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you know if you're into Patreon or whatever, or you want to help support the show, then we'd really appreciate it. We'll we'll do everything we can to make sure that it's worthwhile for you guys. And um, uh, yeah, that might need some feedback here and there, but there you yeah. go. It's all set up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, obviously, if you don't want to give us any cash, but you do want to help us out, the whole Twitch Prime deal is always, you know, really appreciated. Um, if you've got an Amazon Prime account, you also have Twitch Prime, which means you can uh, link your account with your Amazon account on Twitch, and then uh, you can give away one free sub every month. Um, and a lot of people do that for us on Twitch, and it is much appreciated. Like, it's, you know, we're talking about, like, the Patreon enabling us to buy better gear and stuff, like the Twitch stuff has already helped a yeah, lot. So we do really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this week, uh, normally, I when we record this or when it goes out, I've already done my stream, but I'm actually delaying mine until Wednesday this week. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, I'm streaming tonight at 9 o'clock. I've got a very, very weird game um, lined up that I'm really excited about playing. Um, and then, uh, oh not, yeah, on Thursday. It's not FIFA, yeah. What the fuck is going on with that? Go on. I'm, I was in CEX the other day. Do you know, yeah, FIFA 17 is literally a pound. I, I cannot believe, it. obviously, yeah, previous weeks I've been talking about this this bundle you can get on the PSN store where it's FIFA 17 to 19 and it's like 90 quid. And everyone's like, why wouldn't you just buy them secondhand? I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's a really good <laughs> idea, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, on Thursday, um, there is a PlayStation uh, State of Play thing on. Um, I mean, that starts at 11 p.m., but what we're going to do is we're going to hop on a bit early um and do a quick patreon q a just to get any feedback or answer any questions you might have um and then we will talk over uh the state i'm of assuming that's not just o'clock. for patreon uh people that's for yeah i mean we, we want to do like well i always i thought we could do a stream in, in over the next few days just to answer any questions if people have got any any questions any feedback whatever uh but yeah. uh and on thursdays as hopefully we're all going to be there doing the state of play talk over yeah so from half 10 we'll we'll just be on you know for half an hour if you have any questions or anything you want to raise we'll, we'll be able to talk about it and then from yeah 11 from 11 o'clock we'll be talking over playstation's uh, state of play in which they've said they're going to mm. talk about medieval and they're going to um reveal details about a game that's, that they haven't shown before so mm. interesting to see what, what how it might have changed compared to the first one yeah given that the first one was so vr heavy that was i mean fine by us but a bit weird for a lot of people so yeah it's going to be interesting uh well so we got friday james is streaming deadly premonition at 9 p.m are you gonna finish is, your friday ha- james oh, how close are you to the end now he's I'm having like, such a good time doing it i think he's just gonna drag it out i can't stand that game and <laughs> like at the end of last week i mean i thought i was gonna finish it last week like we last friday and i didn't mm-hmm. and it just never ends that game it just keeps on introducing new things constantly and i'm <laughs> hoping you, you're close to find out who the killer is at all well, I found, yeah, one of them, but then it's like, oh no, there's someone else. You know, and it's, and it's just like, it just keeps doing that all the time. It's, um, yeah. It's, Brilliant. Uh, I'll talk about it in what you've been playing because it's just, it's really did my head in this week. Cool. Uh, and then on Sunday, Matt will be streaming Bloodborne at 8.30. And he has, you've just done Mikolash, haven't you? Yeah, I had a 
had a terrible stream on Sunday, but it took me two hours to do it, even though I should have done it in the first five minutes. <laughs> I've seen the, the clip. That's, oh, who was it who clipped it? The bit where you just you get was, killed and Kazimov. you're just completely yeah, despondent. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, that happened Sorry, a lot. I know, that happened a lot. I know you're in a bad place. The thing is, I, the week before, I was like, I, I had him on the ropes. I was like, okay, brilliant. Well, I got to mm-hmm. this boss. I'm going to get it done pretty quickly. And I just, fa- I knew what I had to do, but I just sucked for ages. Anyway, I'm so glad <laughs> I got it done before the end. So now, next week, I can, or this week, so I can concentrate on something else. Uh, Pill, cool. I don't, I haven't looked at, looked into the bosses, but Pill was saying something like NVM or M. Does that ring a bell? Uh, no. Okay, well, anyway, I, 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 I may have the acronym mixed up, but people were saying the next yeah. boss is a banger. But um, yeah, but I, I'm so glad I've got him done. So glad. Yeah. Cool. Right, uh, feedback then. Yeah, let's go on to feedback. So last week we talked about Epic and, and Crunch, and obviously that, that's a big like, talking point currently in the industry. Sean Thomas has a really interesting email uh, about his perspectives. Uh, I thought the conversation around Epic, Crunch, and Insane Owls was very interesting. I did a creative branding agency with 150 plus people, and I've seen this topic be constantly discussed now for 20 years in my not too dissimilar industry, so I thought I'd share my learning. When I began in design in around 2001, I worked every hour God sent, five to six day weeks, 9am till 10pm some all nighters a few sleeps beneath my desk and some of that was because of things physically took a lot longer uh, computers went widespread and artwork and printing was l- laborious some of it was financial poor starting wages so you worked late to get the free takeaway or taxi home but a lot of it was just because it was fun we had a blast and as 20 somethings we had nothing better to do also when you work in your creative industries you realise a lot of people are their own worst enemies perfectionists who don't know when to stop or put their art down over the years, you start to gain perspective that sleep is actually important, that you're better off making bolder decisions earlier rather than exploring a dozen options. You realise your experience is valuable and that there's life outside of work and that inspiration comes not from being at your desk. And most importantly, that the best way to create something for the general public is to occasionally hang out with them. Uh, I'm proud to say that barring the odd emergency or rare pitch, my agency tends to be done and dusted by 6pm while operating flexible hours and never opening on weekends. We've also become culturally healthier and more profitable. What we do should be fun after all and it shows in our output. But I fear we're an anomaly from talking to friends, especially those in the advertising space, hence the huge shift to freelancing where you control your time. I similarly suspect in gaming, that's why you see so many indie developers now. I think a huge part of the crunch issues comes down to creative's mentality. We're not good at charging for our time very well or having much business sense. We tend to always over-deliver at a cheap price, and if we don't know someone out there who will do it for free to add to their portfolio, thinking the next job will be the one that pays. We ultimately don't get the long-term awards uh, for what for the work we do. I can imagine this issue being exacerbated further in tech agencies. Now a release date is just the beginning. Uh, I suspect, and as with the environment and politics, our best hope lives the next generation of leaders. Agencies like mine have had to change hugely to do what we've done, and we've brought in mental health support, taken in equity and brands to give staff bonuses, and declined a huge amount of work that has made us unhappy or unwell. But some of our younger, modern-day competitors are going further, setting up four-day contracted weeks as standard. They go to the gym as a team at lunch. They work on flexible workspace. Uh, near the client these people haven't grown up in an area where I have uh, where you're perceived to only be working hard if you're at your desks well into the night there will always be creatives who worry about where the next buck is coming from and who see those in at their desk in the twilight hours as the stars 
but the really talented designers are voting with their feet and not putting up with it. We've changed as a business because as both a management team and parents, we've all wanted to. But if we hadn't, we simply wouldn't have kept our better staff. Gaming seems to take issues and hugely compound them, but the change in design industry in the last five years shows it doesn't have to be that way. Keep up the good work. And that is from Sean Thomas. I thought that was really interesting. I mean, I, uh, I work in, yeah. I've worked in marketing agencies for the like, last like 10 years or so, and I, I, mm-hmm. I see that. Uh, well, I have seen that loads, uh, and uh, and and uh, and I've been there myself. I've, I've done like stupid hours, work, worked weekends, done all, all stuff, and and I think the whole like perfectionist thing is 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 definitely a part of that. I mean, so many people I know just aren't willing to aren't, aren't willing to put out a less than less than great product if they can, and it, it goes so much of it is about like the, the, you know, the, their own design skills and what they're able to accomplish. They don't want to put out a, a less than fantastic product and so yeah but don't they don't, with, don't they understand or should they not understand the damage that they're doing by doing that you know well, i've seen a lot of people tweeting hey if people want to work those hours and they enjoy their job that much then that's all good no it's not all good because not everyone can do that and you're creating an atmosphere where they're not going to be welcome at work where yeah, they're going yeah, yeah. to be seen as underperforming by not putting in the same amount of time and and you don't know their personal status, their um, mental health. You don't know. I by by saying by normalizing that and saying that's okay. Oh, they just don't want to put out a not perfect product. Product. They they're creating an atmosphere where people that don't work ridiculous hours are seen as um uh, as seen as a hindrance or not as good as their job and that's bollocks like yeah, i yeah. i you 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 should never the reason why you're putting an out, out an imperfect product is not because you've not put enough effort in it's because of mismanagement or someone trying to exploit you that's it they're the two reasons that is it right yeah. is it, I, I i i've seen a lot of people sort of saying but i really enjoy my job that's not good enough because you're you're part of the problem. Like if you're doing that, if you're putting in those hours as part of the fucking problem, that is it. I I, I can't see any excuse for people to be working those sort of hours ever. In fact, I'm it should be illegal. I'm also suspicious of these things. You know, like when it's all that, like oh, you know, we've got like these, you know, stuff. You know, like it says here about you know, like going to the gym as a team and all that kind of thing. That mm. makes me feel uncomfortable as well, to be honest. Because I just feel <laughs> why? Because it's just because like, you wouldn't want to do it, or yeah, because it's just it's just that sort of enforcing this sort of idea of like you know you're you're part of the you know, the company you've got to like participate in these events and if you don't you're not part of that. Do you see what I mean? It's kind of I don't know. I, um, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I guess I, I, the, the it, point it is that, that everyone I, actually gets yeah. a physical and mental health benefit from it. That's fine if they want to do it, but it's like you know you should, I don't think you should feel pressured to having to do that. You know, to but like, he's not no, saying they're I mean, not pressured I, in this yeah. case. I, I don't think it would be. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a case by case, isn't it? That's mm, that's yeah. that's something different. I mean, I understand um, wanting to get morale up and uh, you know making people feel part of a team rather than you know it, that sort of thing. I get what I don't get is people uh, is is those sort of work hours ever and any any excuse for it. I mean, I've pulled late shifts. Um, I've worked till 11 once or twice to get a project out. Um, but that is a fucking rarity. You know, that's mm. an absolute rarity. That is not yeah, something yeah. that happens on a regular basis. And so I understand that constraints of jobs and, you know, I'm not including, um, 
certain jobs here where you know you find yourself like the ambulance service and all that sort of stuff where you find yeah. yourself working late for for different reasons um but but reading some of the response to this um i i, I will never i'll never understand i'll, I'll never I'll, i will never wrap my head around it um, yeah i mean i'm, I'm just, just, just like obviously sorry. i was just going to say like so yeah, so like the creative industry, creative sort of sorry, creative and advertising industry is learning this, and things are changing. Where, like, what's it going to take for video games to catch up? And I know, like, not all devs are are bad. Like, a lot of teams are like run pretty well, um, but it just feels like every week we're seeing stories about like games turning out you know games that like 500 people worked on turning out shit and everyone's had a horrible time working on it yep. and then people are getting laid off and it's just it, it's just like an absolute it's just misery well, it's, i mean it's exactly what it's exactly what giant bomb said this week they said mm. do you know what makes us feel a little bit bad is that we keep so much praise on fortnite for mm. constantly churning out new content and keeping their game alive and mm. this is the result of it you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, that's how they, were, yeah, yeah. How they yeah. were able to do that. It needs yeah. it needs unionisation is what it needs. This is yeah. the only so, way... Yeah, that, you mentioned this last week. This yeah, is the only way you can right. fix this kind of thing, really. I mean, because the thing is, right, is you're going to get companies that will that will do the right thing for their employees. Like what Sean here is, like Sean Thomas has said here, like, you know, it's clear that they are trying to do, like, the right thing for their employees. But then, unless you force them, a lot of companies won't. And, yeah. like, the only way you can do that is if you can collectively bargain, at, like, you know, together as, like, a group. It's um, it's, yeah. It's the only way. It's like that I works. remember, um, you know, when the whole uh, like the story that turned out to be largely false about like Foxconn and stuff and the the way iPhones are produced. There was that guy who was touring a show and yeah, then it turned out yeah. he actually made a lot of it up. But yeah. Um, and then This American Life did a really interesting follow up episode where they got the guy to like admit it and apologize, which is un- unbelievable to listen to. Yeah, by it's, the way, it's um, very and, interesting. Yeah, and then they did some of their own actual research into this, and they were, you know, and it was, yeah, discussing this whole issue of like, well, yeah, they do work long hours and stuff, but hey, it's China, and that's what they're used to, and they're all fine with it. They're not fine with but it. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, <laughs> and it's like, well, even if they were, the whole point is like, we have the laws that we do because we believe that's how people should be treated. Yeah, exactly. So to then be like, Oh, but they're okay with it in another country. So no, people were okay with it, or relatively okay with it here, until some of us decided it wasn't good enough, and we changed it. Yeah, and yeah, and it's just so, people's unwillingness to be like, oh, but it's different over here, or in this industry, or in this country, doesn't it doesn't doesn't stack up. See, and over there, there were labour laws, but then they've just been like overridden now. Like they don't oh, really, they don't really matter so much anymore. But yeah, there needs to be yeah. regulation of of um of like the workplace, and that's then yeah. the only way it can work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah, no, this piece I, of this thing. I think it might be like the um the, uh, the 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 guys who did a Mortal Kombat. Is it like something realms? Yes, ne- was it Neverworld? Yes. I think in that report they're like, well, you know, we got unlimited holiday, which anyone anyone working in a regular job like that must be amazing. But they're like, well, no, because there's no time to take it. And if you yeah. do ever book in any of this unlimited free holiday, people give you looks, and you know they're like, yeah. well, so yeah, these companies are giving like these bonuses known for a world actually people aren't even really able to take them you know yeah wait un- unlimited free holiday I mean instantly I'd be going size up here yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? uh, okay I'll take off 2019 <laughs> <laughs> and I think like the the really important thing um, well not the most important thing but like 
Sean Thomas mentions, like as a result of introducing these changes and and making everything a bit more em- employee friendly, they're not losing out financially. Like they they are more prof- profitable as a result, and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. It's like ah yeah, but you know these things have to take place in order for businesses to run. It's like no, it's just not true. Like it, yeah, in like efficiency is improved by just treating people well. Turns out, but. Mm. Take home. I mean, yeah. you know, I like. I'm sure people do. T- you know, companies where they are like quite lax about HR stuff or whatever. I'm sure people do take the piss. Um, but yeah, it's, overall, it seems like a better way to do things to me. And I, 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 this isn't going to be the end of this. I think we're going to hear a lot from studios over, over the next like, few yeah. months. I think, I think now others have said. It. I think other people will come out and would work for other. You know, other studios as well. Uh, so yeah. it's going to keep running and running. Uh, but changing tact. Completely, Alex. Alex Emerson, UK. Sean's theory on in the night garden completely blew my mind. I just took it at face value as a dream, like a kids show. Nice one, Sean. Our bedtime view will now never be the same. Uh, I we, mean, I we you... actually had a few people say like, "Thanks for ruining," <laughs> or also opening my eyes about in the night garden. <sighs> I mean, you say it's a theory. I, it's just plain as day to me. Right. Okay. I, I watched the intro. It's the, it, what, what's the kid uh, going falling asleep with his hand being. Twelve. Then what's that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, I no, really no. It doesn't into fit into your d- into your ridiculous theory, does it, Sean? <laughs> it's a kid having a dream. That's clearly what it is. Just stop it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no. But that kid is garden. Eagle Piggle, like fifteen years. No, he's not. Past. No, he's a kid in bed. He's a kid in bed, falling asleep and having a dream. Why? Why does he put the sail down? Because that's how you get to no, the night. It's garden. because the kid is just being told the story about Eagle Piggle. Well, Eagle Pickle's not a real thing. No, I, yeah, I know, I know that. I just, I'm not saying it's not. I know it's not. I know it's not a documentary. Name, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, yeah, the, the kid doesn't really factor into it because the kid is real and because the kid he is being told a story. The kid yeah. is being told a story about Eagle Piggle, and it's like, oh, it goes to the night garden. Obviously, the kid doesn't understand that this is a metaphor for him dying of scurvy in a boat. <laughs> But this is you know, like whatever. this is like when you get a flat earther saying, Well the earth's flat. Well how comes it's sunny in America and it's dark over <laughs> here? Well don't worry about that. No no not don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not important, it's not relevant. I'm not having it. Yeah. Don't ruin uh, that show for no, me. I'm it, gonna have to watch ruined, it again it's, soon. It's game over. Uh Curtis at Luke H H for H regarding the last show, I thought, wow, they're really going to navigate their way through this whole porn dogma chat without making a childish joke and bringing down the tone. But alas, up steps Matt to pluck that low hanging fruit, never change. I could ne- I could not have gone through that without mentioning something. I mean I I was waiting for the right moment. I had loads in the back yeah, pocket. That's it. Yeah. Matt was waiting the whole time with his cheeks puffed, <laughs> red face, just waiting to blur out. Yeah, I was like, okay, like how is no, how is no one else mentioning this? But uh, it, it was. I mean, just you did me. well to hold out as long as you did. Yeah, it was, um, it was an impressive restraint. I thought. I was going to make another pun, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I did. I, I did good stamina. Lewis Belfort. I mean, you did this good is stamina again. Like, so, what's that? <laughs> I thought it was, I thought Sean was implying a dumb a dumb number. <laughs> just just a compliment, Matt. We got <laughs> no. I think it's fun, Sean. Like, well, okay. must have, must have podcast, you did good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, Louis Belfort, like he tweeted saying Matt will never finish days gone. L- Louis, like you don't you don't get it. If you tweet something like that, obviously I'm going to do it now. I'm gonna just gonna challenge. I'm gonna See, cancel you know everything what, I've ever had to make I sure I get that, that game finished. 
I thought I'm with him on that. Like if he hadn't have tweeted that, I thought there's no chance. I I was even going to ask you, have you even played it? Like since last week, because you, I just can't imagine that you. I mean, I know you, I know you have because I've checked. But um, you know, I thought, <laughs> <laughs> doing his research as yeah. usual. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Louis, come on! It's like all you gotta do is. I mean, I was gonna, you know, uh, I'll come back, come into it, and like what you've been playing. But those are one of those games where I've seen an it. amazing compilation video of bugs uh, <laughs> on YouTube. It's really funny. Um, what just days so, gone? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have to send you a link. John tweeted it not not too long ago. It's so funny. I've not seen many actually. In that game. But, 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 but they've also put like sixty patches in the last week, so maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe apparently it's it's like going by the um, rollmark thread that it's they've really improved it recently. Mm. So, yeah, uh, and then of course we get on to uh, the picture from last week. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll tweet us on his tweets. SMW at Ustavu. Is the picture going to be the new bus? Athena Allen, hang on. Farley's just laughed for five minutes and you're not even bothered <laughs> to explain why. This is a disgrace. Um, Thomas at Lumsfluff42, you must show us a picture that caused James to lose a plot on this week's pod. Please don't seal that one in the vault with the old secrets like the thing James said to Dave on the bus. We, we had right, so, first, so first off, first off, we did explain it and it got taken out. At James's behest. Hey, hey, Sean, why are you, so, why are you dropping yeah, yeah, it like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we explained it on the pod, and he's like, get rid of that. It sounds weird. Why well, did you say that? Of, why did you get rid of it? I wanted to get rid of the whole thing, because I just thought why? it's just it's really embarrassing and awful. It's funny. It's, James, if we got rid of the whole thing, it would have been like, okay, here's one question. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, you cut out what he was laughing at completely no not no, completely no no no, no. We, we the whole the laughing is in there but believe me it's in there because everyone, everyone's complaining about it yeah. we just cut out a bit where sean and i try to explain what the picture is because james okay well, well I'll, I'll explain right let's get it explained I, now although james wanted to cut it so <laughs> i can't put the picture anywhere because um it was sent to me by my brother and um, what i didn't realize is that he didn't even take the original video because um it was on a facebook page right um and all it was <laughs> like oh, no, so it's all so in the public domain okay uh no because it's on a private group um okay. it, it, yeah fuck i don't know you'll be all right so anyway um all the all it was what it was and you'll know why i can't put this out there and he specifically said do not put this out there (laughs) um it was a video of some beavers getting invested into the beavers which is when they've become proper beavers right basically before before if you don't know what beavers are they're before scouts you know they're for the younger kids or whatever um and my nephew was in it he was he's just been invested into the beavers and they were walking through the streets on uh, some parade thing and um someone was filming them and my brother sent it to me because um you could see my my nephew walking along there and um, but uh, that's not what i was looking at what i was looking at was the kids <laughs> standing next to him that noticed that he was being filmed and started pulling the weirdest face i've ever <laughs> seen in my life like i mean he's a legend an yeah. absolute legend he yeah. noticed he was being filmed and pulled one of the best faces i've ever seen in my life right <laughs> so i took a screen grab of it and just sent it to james and james was that he got to the point where james was like please you have to stop sending me this photo because the other thing as well if that ever made it onto the internet it would be a meme right yeah, it would absolutely because it would. The, because it, it works with everything yeah. like it, <laughs> i sent you some like, i had some bad news recently i sent you that bad news and posted that picture underneath and it was still hilarious <laughs> like, it's just, it 
works with everything, right? Um, uh, so yeah, I kept sending it to James, and James said, "Look, you're really gonna have to stop sending it to me." Like Chen's getting the ump because I'm just like laughing nonstop. And so you know what you do after that? You just constantly send him. <laughs> it was terrible, Dave. I was in the supermarket, and I kept on getting them. And I was like having to hold on to like a shelf because I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and my favourite looking at me like you know like in in that way obviously. And Chen was so angry like about it. She was like, <laughs> and then also we were you know I was like in the car we were just about to start driving and I you know put my phone down but then saw it again and then started the car up started driving off and then couldn't stop thinking about it and I had to pull over because I couldn't see because I had tears in my eyes it was it was when you texted us and said please don't send it I'm in a conference so I sent you a version of it where everyone else in the picture had the same face (laughs) (laughs) that that Um, was really awkward because that was like yeah I was in like a conference for like the whole of this week and it was like serious kind of thing and in the end I just had to put my phone on do not disturb and then I just <laughs> trying to stop thinking about it as well because I was really worried that during one of the sessions I was going to just start thinking about it I've only then, ever had know. that once and legitimately it was about the Leroy Jenkins video the first time I ever watched <laughs> that I laughed my ass off and then later in the day I was having a shower right and literally that sound clip, Leroy Jenkins, played in my head and I was doubled over in the shower, just like <laughs> laughing. The tears were running down my eyes. It was just so funny. But yeah, I know that feeling. It's uh, it's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice. Well, right, is that's that it? The, that's so that's the, the feedback. picture. That's the that's picture explained now. And uh, it's a shame we can't share it, but... There you go. It is. That's also it for follow-up and feedback. If you want to leave us any feedback on anything uh, we say or do, it's uh, podcast at computergameshow.com or you can tweet us at computergamepod on Twitter. That was a long one, wasn't it? Was a bit. Uh, James, are you familiar with American folk hero John Henry? Oh, you're not still doing this. A little bit, yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, he was a he was a steel driver. So this is back in the day in America when they were building all the railroads and stuff. Occasionally they'd have to like you know go through a mountain or whatever. Um, and the way they'd do it is they would get these so these guys steel drivers where they have a big fucking hammer and they would drive like a I think it's like a steel rod like into the side of the mountain, like bore a hole in it, and then that would allow them to put dynamite in it like quite a way in, blow it the fuck up, make a tunnel, put yeah yeah. Um, John Henry was one of these guys, and they started. Um, they built like a steam-powered um, steel driver, right? And John Henry thought this was appalling because he hated the idea of his job being taken over by a machine, right? Yeah. And this made me. I was thinking about this the other day, and it made me think about James because Facebook at the moment is, you know, doing this whole thing of like the news, on, like the way the news is shown on Facebook is still sort of curated, but they are teaching a robot to do it. They're teaching an algorithm, like they're going to do it algorithmically. Yeah. Um, and yet here we've got James who's slogging his guts out every week <laughs> to actually hand curate the news for you guys, right? Quality news. And yeah. it just made me think about this this whole man versus machine thing. And what actually happened to John Henry in the end um, was that he had a contest with a, against, uh, he competed against a, a steam-powered steel driver. Um, and he actually won. Um, but then, like, the strain of it, like, he basically gave him a heart attack and he died. So basically, James, what I want by the end of this news section is for you to have shut down Facebook but also the effort might kill you. Is that all right? Yeah, I can probably try that. We'll just find you slumped over your keyboard, but you'll be a hero. It's fine. Okay, Is that likely, I'll... James? You put in so much effort, it might kill you? Because I, I would have... Um, that's not very nice, Matt. Um, well, I'm just so... saying, like... Mm. 
Anyway, this has to stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, honestly, this Everyone, unfortunately no. people really like it. I would oh. love to stop doing this, Dave. Yeah, they, they, they I really would. Next year, whenever you come back, yeah, uh, sorry. you don't want to know what ones that I'd have planned. I guarantee <laughs> I'll last a week, and then you go. Actually, let's stop it. Go on. <laughs> okay, so Xbox have finally decided to define what they mean by acceptable trash talk. So, what was, where did this start, James? Okay. Like, what was the, the? Have they been talking about this for a while then? Or well, last Tuesday they introduced these like new set of community standards. But I mean, for online conduct, and they've had these for like a long time. There's always been like a code of conduct, and but this one's a bit different because they've been talking about how far players can go before they're like crossing the line of like trash talk and everything. So, I mean, <sighs> do we, I'll give you the quote. He says here. A little trash talk is an expected part of competitive multiplayer action, and that's not a bad thing. But hate has no place here, and what's not okay is when that trash talk turns into harassment. So, oh my god, this is—I mean—they've mean, is okay. they, defined the difference like this. So, this is the difference between like trash talk and uh, harassment. So, trash talk is light-hearted banter or bragging that focuses on the game at hand. Whereas harassment is when someone gets personal, disruptive, or likely to make someone feel unwelcome or unsafe. Now, what's the best thing about this is they've also produced some examples. Oh, they haven't. They have. <laughs> and um, I mean, the examples, oh, you're kidding me. The examples what are pretty mean? interesting because they've got like two sets. They've got the example of like the negative stuff, like you mustn't, you shouldn't talk like this. This is no good. And then they've got the examples of like you could probably say it this way instead. Um, yeah, this this would be a better oh, way of saying oh it. Oh my god, what the fuck are they doing? Don't they know the internet is just going to go <laughs> mental with this? Like, don't get me wrong, I, I I think there's some horrendous shit said on online sis, uh, services, right? And it, they absolutely should do something about it. But this sounds like someone's nan turning up to a school and giving an <laughs> assembly. This is really, oh, go on. Okay. Oh, God, I've got to hear how they want us to talk. Well, you see, I thought what we could do is we could do one better with this, and that maybe you could read out the ones that are, like, the offensive ones. Cause, I'd love to. I mean, obviously, you're, love to. You know, you're kind of suited for that. I mean, one of them is, like, pretty... It's just racist, straight-up racist, so we'll, we'll they've skip just that put, one. They've just put a racist quote up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 they didn't done that. What they've done is they've put in... They've got, like, in brackets, racial slur. So don't, no, don't. they haven't. They have, yeah. yeah. Can I mean, you I'll, send them I'll, to I'll, me? I'll send it to you now. Look, hang on, let's have a look. Have you both read these then, Sean and Jay? Uh, uh, I've Jay. had a look. Yeah, I've seen it's, some, yeah. Oh it's a shame God. that, like, you know, these. trying to explain to people how not to be dickheads obviously comes across really embarrassing. And oh. Yeah, bit, <laughs> oh God, my toes are curling. <laughs> <laughs> so what I thought we could do is maybe you could read out some of these without the racism, obviously. And then I, I'm, after you've done that, I think maybe I'll read out the ones that are the, the nice ones about how you're supposed to saying it, and we can see how it goes. So, all right, there's a lot of stuff in brackets here that isn't actually that's where the swear word's supposed to be. So, Matt, you just want to put a bleep there, so that you know when I get to that bit, you get a better idea of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or I'd, what I'll, they think. I'll, of, I'll okay, just put a bleep there. Right, what are you doing? Am I saying my my one first? Yeah, you do your one first, then I'll do the um the other one. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe replace number four, and then, yeah, that'd be better. All right. Get Can't believe you thought you were on my level. I mean, come... Okay. <laughs> what, are they, what are they doing? I mean, you could just say, don't put that... Like, don't say that bit. 
You, why have they yeah. put... Why have they... Oh, okay, all right, go on. And then what, do you want more from me? So what you were supposed to say instead of that was, get destroyed, can't believe you thought you were on my level. So that's the... Uh, yeah. Get destroyed, so as okay. you say, that, that's just replacing one word for another. It's the, the phrase <laughs> in, in general isn't the problem. It's yeah, just the tone. It, forget someone the tone. used a sexual threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, p- that was some serious potato aim. Get wrecked. <laughs> oh my god. Potato aim. I use that yeah. constantly. Yeah. But that that's not the problematic bit because the the other bit is so <laughs> there, isn't it? The better way to say that is that's some serious potato aim. Get wrecked. So you're not trash. <laughs> you can't yeah. say trash. And there's no profanity. <laughs> okay. Okay. Only potato reason you aim. went the only reason you went positive was you spent all game camping, kid. Okay, I don't okay. know what that even means, but oh, that's <laughs> that means kill yourself, kill yourself doesn't it? Yeah. Which oh, is okay, hard. Okay. I mean, I I agree that should never be said. Like, I hate that. I hate yeah, it. Same. Yeah. So then, instead, you're supposed to say, "Only reason you went positive was you spent all day camping." Try again, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Try again, kid. I mean, who's who's written these things? Uh, okay, we'll do, we'll, do, we'll do one more. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just do one more. Otherwise, it's us just reading out a list that people's probably already read. Okay, ready? Fuck you, you stupid. F-ing. Go f- yourself. Go f- <laughs> face. I can't believe you missed that shot, you stupid. Okay. I, I thought that was, was a bit harsh. Yeah, yeah, much. I'm surprised. Well, I should that on website. Said, James. You could have said, that sucked, get good, and then come back when your KD's over one. It's true. <laughs> that is a better way of saying it. That's a better way of saying that. Definitely. Uh, you've got potato yeah. aim, kid. <laughs> get wrecked. Oh, you're not supposed to say get wrecked, are you? Oh, no, you no, can no, you say, can say get, get wrecked. You can't say, you can say get wrecked. That's right. Yeah, I mean, this is it. Trash, like, you, yeah. you look at that list and like the... Okay, this makes it worse, Sean. It makes it worse. Yeah, like they've, they've tried to illustrate it with examples, but really all they're saying is... No sexual threats, no racial slurs, no profanity. Yeah, that's right? all they need to do. And if yeah. if you get caught, these are the systems we've got in place to catch people that are doing this stuff. And if you get caught, you get a life lifetime ban from Xbox Live. Done, kid. Yeah. You, yeah. This kid. this this get stuff wrecked. is just going to make assholes <laughs> laugh so hard that yeah. uh, you know it it almost might have the reverse effect. Do you mm. know what well, I mean? Yeah, do, you know, yeah, yeah. do you know what they said? I mean, so they concluded by saying, be yourself, but not at the expense of others. If you're looking for a place on the internet to be overly edgy or get that rise out of people, Xbox isn't the place for you. So, yeah. Try Sony. See you on 4chan. Get a PlayStation. Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's a serious problem. I see it all the time in Rocket League and it makes me, uh, I hate it. But, you know, all I do is report them and and we crack on. Like, Mm -hmm. it it just, yeah. I mean, there's, I can, people could slag me off, say I'm shit, you know, whatever. And they can, you know, I've probably got a higher threshold than most people as well. But when it starts getting to some really nasty shit in there, then that's it. I don't well, like, well, When it's not talking about your KD ratio, you're like, whoa, okay, we've all had a laugh. That's not- it doesn't happen in Rocket League. <laughs> I'd be questioning why they're having a go at me like, about that in Rocket <laughs> yeah. League. But, um, Maybe yeah, come out actually drive up running cars off the road. Trash. <laughs> and I was like, also, I can't say trash. It, it, I'm bad. I'm bad. Just tell them to get destroyed. <laughs> it's fine. And, uh, yeah, get destroyed, Potato kid. aim. Is that a, like a known phrase? Potato aim. 
Potato lame. <laughs> Have you ever it. heard that? Has anyone heard that before? Hey, that I've never like heard a, that. It must be an American that thing. That sounds right? like an American thing, yeah. Potato lame. Actually, I thought I said tomato aim. <laughs> Potato aim. You got the made away. Okay, so actually, running on from that, Epic has acquired Psionics. Oh, so, whoa! So this was I saw Matt like I saw Matt going, "Oh my god!" And then I saw loads of people saying, "Oh, please don't like." There's a a YouTuber that I like. Um, can't remember his name now, but he's um, uh, he does <laughs> videos on Rocket League. <laughs> Huge fan. No, I do. He does. He only does Rocket League videos, and I really like his videos. Um, I'll find out his name is in a minute. But um, he posted a video up recently saying, "Dear Epic, please don't ruin Rocket League." And I just, I, I don't get it. What? So what's the fear? Okay. So the thing is about this. So this was announced last Wednesday, and the is there a PC version at the moment? Does it yes. exist? Yeah. Okay. So that's going to come to the Epic Game Store in late 2019, and but they've already said it's going to remain on other platforms, like including Steam, for a while, and it doesn't yep. seem that it's going to have any impact on the console versions. No. But with the, yep. the the big question mark over this though is the PC version because it's not entirely clear whether it will disappear from Steam in the future, and it will only be on the Epic Game Store. I thought I thought um, Sinex come out and said it's definitely going to be. Still available on Steam. Well, no. they said it's still going to be supported, which yeah. is not necessarily the same right, thing. So okay. it might not be, okay. yeah, it might not be up for sale on Steam anymore. But if you own it on Steam, you can just carry on, yeah, playing it. I mean, I can't see how this really matters that much. I mean, what do you think? Well, I'm a huge Rocket League fan, and I have got no idea why this would be a problem. <laughs> the only, the only potential issue um, I could see is that. Uh, it, well, no, the the only potential thing that I can see coming out of this is that Epic are going to chuck some money behind it, mm-hmm. and we're going to, you know, the what they've done to this point is very good in terms of cosmetics and things they've added to the game. The only issue is, is that it feels like it's sort of peaked now with that stuff, yeah. um, and it needs some fresh ideas. And if that means some more talent working on that game, then then it's all good. Um, but I don't, yeah, I I'm I'm not that bothered. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm really not that bothered, and I might eat my words. But, uh, I, yeah, it's not been a major problem for me. I was surprised yeah, I mean, to see that Psionics employ 132 people. Not that, not that Rocket League isn't a complex game in its own way. Um, but, I don't know, that's surprising. It's only got one level, mate. It's just, a, <laughs> it's just like... Do you know I, what I mean? mean uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's just... Yeah, I mean it's massive, isn't it? I mean, you yeah. you wonder how many people are though, uh, how many of those people are actually working on the esports scene rather than the that's game true. itself. Yeah, yeah, rather than actual development. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that that's probably part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, Sunless Calm, I think it is. I think that's the guy, Sunless Calm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his his YouTube, uh, yeah, his YouTube videos are brilliant on Rocket League. I like them. In, in terms of me like seeing exhibition, saying, "Oh shit," it wasn't a negative thing. It's just basically like. This is huge. The fact that now they're not buying exclusives; they're actually buying like companies. They're buying Actual developers. Devs, yeah. Like this well, is yeah, because this is huge. So the, yeah, so they're acquiring Psionic. So it's not just them buying. Yeah, like I say, it's not just them buying Rocket League. It's presumably really what they're buying is whatever Psionics do next. Yeah, um, which will be really interesting to see. Because like, maybe so- they're not actually that asked about Rocket League in and of itself. They just they want the well, people. Well, they've that hit made a point it. now where you know the game's been out for so long. Mm. How do you improve on it? It's not an easy yeah. thing to improve on that game. There's yeah. there's no real need for a Rocket League two. Yeah. Um, where do you go from here? That mm. that's got to be their sort of, you know, that's got to be the question at the moment. Where well, the fuck do they go from here? Presumably, mm. there's going to be Rocket League next gen or whatever, isn't there? You know, like maybe there'll be 
a new version for um you know for next gen machines. Yeah, but that's it. How do you maybe, justify it? How they, do you justify it? Or or are they breaking off to do something completely different? Who yeah. knows? You know, and that wouldn't be a bad shout. Rocket League's there, yeah. and it will still be rumbling away. I mean, yeah. you know, Rocket League next gen is one thing, but the, there's a huge player base on PC, mm. Um, mm. and for them to turn around to them and go, "Oh no, new Rocket League," they're going to have to change something, and there's not much you can change about that game without completely destroying it. So, yeah. mm. but there's also absolutely no doubt they will there will be a next gen version. I mean, this will be. They're going to want it on every every platform. So, absolutely no doubt, it'll be on the next consoles. How do uh, you do that without fucking off the PC? Um, the PC players. Why would How that? Do you mean? Why would that fuck off the PC players? Just be a straight well, port, they, wouldn't it? Because they don't need next gen. They don't. They don't need a next gen Rocket League. Yeah, yeah, they, but, they, but they don't I'm work sure in generations. Rocket League is Rocket League, League, and they'll but play I that. Matt, I think Matt's talking about a port rather than a like an actual new version, right? Uh, well, I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking about Rocket League too. I was just thinking, like, yeah, Rocket League, as we know, it would be on the new consoles, just like. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, it, yeah, of course yeah. it will be. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah I know what you're saying, but, then, but then, then that's one of those things. Where do you stand after that? Like, do you then say, hey, we want to be on the new next generation of games consoles? We need, we're going to charge them for that? Or because mm. backwards compatibility, as we all know, is probably going to be a big focus for the PlayStation Five and the Xbox One. Yeah, like, is it just going to be, hey, you own Rocket League, you now play Rocket League on this new Xbox, new well, PS4? Yeah, I'm sure they'll do yeah. remaster stuff. Just you know, it'll be obviously they're going to repackage it in a way that means, oh, okay, well, it's already 4K and, and everything. You know what I mean? Like, you might just get the whole like you do now with that, like, you know, enhanced for Xbox One X kind of stuff. You know, where it's just they add a couple of extra bells and whistles or whatever for it well yeah that's it that's it but then do you charge for that of course um, yeah, you say I don't know, that but because yeah it's one of those games that I mean it, the, you know it did as well as it did because they put it on PS Plus right off the bat right and it's one of the few genuine success stories as a result I mean obviously PC and Xbox are, are, are separate from that but I think the, the word of mouth like was generated yeah, it blew because, up of because of that because PS it was Plus on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they've profited from that you know, because of all the you know microtransactions and stuff, like it's one of those games where it's worth, like at this point, it's almost like it's worth just people like having people involved for free, so that they then you know they keep playing it, they keep talking about it, and they occasionally buy microtransactions. Yeah, and the Rocket Pass has been fantastic. I don't know how well mm-hmm. it's done, but it's been great. I've really enjoyed um, playing Rocket League with with the Rocket I'm Pass. Sure so abso- I'm sure it's absolutely killed it. I mean, like with, with the millions and millions and millions of players, even a small percentage of them paying. The amount it costs, I'm sure they've made an absolute bank with it. Is mm. this also only the second company that Epic's bought, like over the years? I have no idea. Because they bought it was, you know, it was it people can fly, you know, to do like Gears of War stuff and everything, didn't they? Because they did like bullet storm and everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, know the ins and outs of that that stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. But, um, okay. So staying with Epic, because we got there's all this stuff about lower prices on the Epic Game Store. So Tim Sweeney's been talking again because um, he seems to do this on like a regular basis now about how great the Epic Game Store is, and he said that because of the this eighty eight percent revenue share in the future, this is going to alter how new games are going to be made and games will be cheaper. <laughs> so he said, "Well, yeah, this, this, this is his <laughs> argument." So he said that the company had talked with developers to see what kind of sales they could get compared with Steam, and he said they were expecting that developers would get like forty to fifty percent of the rate of Steam. At the moment, but he said that at the moment they're actually they're matching or exceeding Steam revenue, um, you know, with because of the eighty eight percent over what they had before. So mm-hmm. he gives the example of like Metro Exodus did two and a half times better on the Epic Store than Last Light did on Steam. 
And he also said, though, that half of all Fortnite players on PC have never used Steam before. Yeah, that, so, that, 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 that was the biggest stat. That's why I wanted yeah, to talk about this, this I can believe this piece. that. That was, yeah. that was, um, um, that was us. I mean, we know Fortnite is obviously massive. It's an absolute phenomenon and whatnot. But the fact that, you know, this is a, a massive, massive new audience that didn't even have had Steam installed before. And now, and now they're playing Fortnite and now they're on the Epic Game Store. Like, it really has done way more than even I really anticipate in terms of broadening the market and getting new people into games. Because a lot, I thought, okay, well, it's just a lot poorer that, you know, like shooters or like this and that. But to actually think this is people who haven't played games before, maybe, you know, from like school age upwards, maybe their friends are playing this game. Like, oh, I'll, I'll play this computer game everyone's talking about. And then it starts on there. I thought, I thought that stat was amazing. Yeah. No, it is interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this idea that games will be cheaper because the devs will be like, hey, well, if we can charge less and still get the same amount, I, realistically, I don't see that panning out because I think, I mean, among your, your indie developers, maybe, but I think most publishers will just be like, what, we can charge the same amount that people are used to paying and we get more money? Yes, please. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, it's difficult to imagine them being so selfless as to just drop the price because, hey, who cares? We still get the same amount of money. Yeah, it's That's never going to happen for, really like, for, for like the big the big AAA releases. But people expect games mm. to be 50 quid. And if it's like... If a game comes out of forty quid, you're like, well, why is it a budget release? And then that, that's <laughs> that's a different that like changes people's mentality. Like, people expect, mm. okay, this is a quality game. It 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 and it and it costs the same as there's like a value associated with the, the amount it costs. I I, yeah. I don't see a one dev saying, oh, we can give the savings back to consumers. I don't see publishers mm. doing that. Uh, indie def, I, I can definitely, and, and indie already experimenting with with you know, there's like a such a wide you know. Um, variety of prices for like indie games you have like things like celeste which is what like 20 quid and smaller mm. things which are free or like a pound or two they're already experimenting with that to, to try to try and you know sell, sell, sell as much or uh, have a value associated with the game that they think is is relevant but i can't mm. see like you know ea or activision or anyone saying well we can sell cod now for like 35 pounds yeah. no chance <laughs> i mean the other yeah. thing that he talked about was you know like the low number of games that are available on the epic store and mm. he said that this isn't comparatively about... Comparatively so to Steam. Yeah, comparatively to Steam. And he's like, this isn't... He claims this is about quality control and that they're not going to allow like just tons and tons of stuff to get released all the time. And he was obviously having a dig at Steam because he just said there won't be any porn games or asset flips yeah, that would be... <laughs> so that's... <laughs> More which is, controversy. Yeah. Which <laughs> um, is a very polite way of, of putting... Yeah, describing some of the stuff that's gone onto Steam lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's such a shame because obviously... You know, Steam's thing of like, yeah, just put whatever you want. It's like, great, that's, you know, further sort of democratizes game development. It gives more people a shot at putting their stuff out there, but actually it's just created a totally unmanageable mess. Um, and yeah, one where occasionally people put stuff up that really isn't suitable for anyone. Yeah. Um, so it's a shame that, that it's ended up that way. But I, as like an end user, like, I could. Uh, I, I think I am now veering towards like, yeah. Do you know what? Please curate it for me because I haven't got the time to sift through loads of shit. To like, there are there are paid critics whose job that is to go through loads of weird indie stuff and pick out the best stuff and choose it. And like, as much as I would like to do that, and like I used to be able to do that, I feel like these days. I just either I don't have the time or it's just not as necessary because it's a lot easier to find good indie stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I, but I, that act of like actually sifting through stuff to just see, you know, find things that seem interesting and 
be like that person who first spots like a weird and interesting game um like that's just not an option for me anymore i don't think see and it's weird isn't it because i mean I, I i'm starting to get that now with like the switch like eShop as well and that's not in any way yeah. near the amount of stuff that's on steam it's like yeah, yeah. it's like you know one percent of whatever's on steam and you're just thinking <laughs> yeah the idea of like trawling through all of that is yeah it, it's boggling and it boggles the mind yeah sure as a pc like user have you downloaded the epic game store to get like free games or anything else uh, yeah, because we we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, so I, I downloaded it to get Subnautica. And oh, Subnautica, so of forgot, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, forgot to actually get Subnautica, and then it was, and then the month ticked over, and and you bought it on I, Switch, yeah. didn't you? Um, no, it, I don't think it's on Switch, is it? Oh, okay. I, I, for some reason, I thought you had, I thought you played them both on Switch. No, no. Um, so yes, yeah, so, I mean, I I had it installed on my laptop, which I've recently binned off i've not been in any great rush to install it on my, my pc that i'm now using it again i guess i will um but i've not i've not been hearing anything about the free stuff like it's not been like a monthly thing like oh shit now this is free on it um i have been hearing so, the news but it has it's been yeah. a lot of stuff which pure Viva had before or I'm, I'm, i mean yeah. yeah i haven't been fussed to install it but uh yeah i mean a lot of people saying this is great and all but how about you give us like friends lists or like you know all, all the features that steam's <laughs> yeah. got Basic functionality. It's a nice yeah. idea, but I can't see it happening. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I'm not, like, loyal to Steam. If the Epic Store is just nicer to use in general and isn't a rip-off, I, I, I'm quite happy to switch over. Um, but I've just I've not heard anyone, you know, like, really saying, like, man, this is great. Fuck Steam. Like, let's get, <laughs> let's all move over. It's just not. But know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It's short, you know, like... It, I mean, obviously, no, in the world, all your games will be on one service. You wouldn't have to have different things installed, but that's just yeah. the way the things are going. Like you, you but I, I think a lot of people think, well, if Epic, yeah, if you're using Epic, you're Epic only. But no, there's Steam is Epic. There's the uh, EA one. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, it's like I say, it's that thing of like it's same as like if you've got several consoles, you like one is still sort of your main one, and then you you make the effort to check the other one occasionally, or if like an exclusive comes out or whatever. It's it's similar like which you know because you can't have them all loading up on startup because it's just a waste of resources and stuff so like the one that you pick to load up when you turn your computer on is the one you're inevitably going to be on more so i think there is still an element of like basically picking one and then but then you're going out of your way to look at the others but yeah it's just another icon to click it's not you know yeah you're not yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. actually, while we've just been recording this, do you know there's this walkout that's going on at the moment at Riot? Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is just happening right now. There's a, yeah, Riot okay. Games, they're, they're doing, there's a walkout going on because, I mean, I don't know the full extent of this story apart from it's to do with forced arbitration, you know, where they're forcing people to, like, right. you know, to discuss certain issues and stuff. And, yeah, so they've, um, yeah, there's a whole walkout going on. There's lots of pictures online of, uh, People doing like a yeah, that walked out. It's sorry, um, they're 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 forcing people to talk about certain issues. No, no, it's, uh, I'm just going. I need to read because I don't know what it says here. I haven't read it all yet. It's uh, I can't do this on the fly, Dave. It's like a massive article. It's <laughs> all right. I'm not having a go at ya. <laughs> right, well, you. Okay, okay. Shall I read? Okay, well, too defensive I, there. I got a tweet here which says. Um, I am participating in the riot walkout today. This is from somebody called uh, Laura Mache, and she says, it should not be legal to force workers into arbitration when they suffer sexual harassment or any other discrimination, really. Um, it's already not legal in several states. I'd like my company to be on the cutting edge of this issue. So, yeah, it seems they've been forcing people into arbitration to di- you know, to discuss this um, when yeah. things have happened. So, yeah, they're, they're walking out at the moment. So, I mean, good on them. Shame that it's got to this point, obviously. Um, yeah. But, yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I think they've always said that, that uh, for new employees that they're going to change it, so you don't, don't have to. You don't, it's, there isn't forced arbitration, but for existing cases, they're going to work for those as quickly as possible. But um, so hopefully, we better for new staff and like these sorts of workouts have made a change to make like the next generation of people who work there. It's better for mm. them, but that still doesn't that still affects all the people that are currently working there and undergoing litigation and whatnot. Yeah, mm. so it's not good, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's good that people are, are, are making their presence felt and, and making making a stand and taking a stand to make a difference. Yeah. Would you like an anthem update? Oh yeah. god. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So I've got two bits of news here this week. So three members of Anthem's development team, like apparently these are key members, have left now, and they've moved to focus on uh, Dragon Age Four instead. And Dragon Age 4 is apparently going to have live service elements to move oh, it fuck off. To, to move it away from its single player route. So I'm sure oh, as Sean just said, I mean, everyone's going to be delighted to hear that. You know, it's it's going to be a big thing. But oh, anyway, it's worked so well for Anthem. It has, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> So Chad Robinson uh, Robertson, who is the Anthem's head of live services has said this. He said, "We remain 100% committed to Anthem and look forward to showing players the new content we're working on." I mean, no chance. I said, I said, it's not one hundred percent. I said to Matt on Twitter, no that's way. like it's like that. You know, when the manager one hundred percent of the people confidence. still here yeah. are committed to working. <laughs> yeah. on Brian is still committed to. <laughs> I am one hundred percent. I'm surprised. I mean, it would have been even better if you'd have said we're one hundred percent committed to the anthem project and look forward to. <laughs> you know, so yeah, Fuck, it, it is the dreaded vote of confidence. But then, meanwhile, also Forbes have come out and they've said that. Um, Players of Anthem are now struggling to find teams for matchmaking. And oh, no. the biggest problem with this is the high difficulty stuff because this often results in like having to play without complete teams. Because if you want to do the higher level stuff, they're not worth doing because you don't because of the scaling, you don't get you get less loot. So yeah. it's worth instead just running through the earlier content repeatedly. Like they said, <laughs> they said like some of the like the the you know the uh, high, higher level stuff, it will take like forty five minutes to kill a boss or whatever. Whereas it can take you know like five minutes or whatever if you do it on lower difficulty, and you can get you can just keep farming it to get like better stuff. So what yeah. the hell? Yeah, I know. Like I know. Destiny is very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how do they? Did with Destiny, you do a easier level, one of the early levels or whatever, you get. L- Less good loot, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep. that, uh, yeah. Wow, it's well. I mean, we've. All, I mean, we talked about this before, but there's always there's been this whole thing with Anthem about how they they during the development they never wanted to discuss Destiny or talk about it at all or mention it and weren't allowed to. Yeah, yeah, apparently. that just seems bizarre. Well, like, yeah. to think, why it also sounds learn? like bollocks because they tried to make a Destiny. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> at no point they didn't say Destiny. Well, rubbish. No, no. It's well, but well, the whole point was like we're making something different, but it's like. But they didn't. No, they didn't. And they should have learned. No. I mean, it would have been better if they'd have learned from some of the stuff that Destiny went through. Like when it James, was, you know, they, they studied Destiny. They copied the majority apparently of it. Apparently not. They did. Not according to staff that were interviewed about it. If they did, then surely Anthem would be a better game. Like by this stage. It's like me. It's like me painting a shit version of the Mona Lisa and someone going, that looks a bit like the Mona Lisa. What? I've never heard of it. What? No, we don't. Well, I don't talk about that. I mean, these were <laughs> these were developers who were quite openly critical of how things were run, so I don't think they're being yeah. defensive. Okay. Yeah, I'm, like, I mean, I'm joking. Was, but, they like, just said it wasn't allowed to be discussed in the office. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I'm joking, but like, yeah. it, it's like, it's yeah. I mean, it, that, uh, the stories that are coming out from the development of that game are so, like, I mean, you can see why it's such a mess. 
Um, and it is a shame because we've all loved Bioware games at one point or another, you know. Yeah. Um, but with Andromeda followed by this, and does it's it all really, really give well you much hope for Dragon I mean, Again, James didn't have that in his list of news stories at the time, but <laughs> it did. It got it like it did amazing well in the first month on sale. Yeah. Obviously not less so now, but um, but then I'm we're, just didn't it drop at... to about twenty quid within a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just looking at so the the story that James has linked to. There's a little box out that's like read more everything you need to know about Anthem's lore, characters, and factions. If if I click on that and it's not just a blank page, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you see, what's also worrying is that Dragon Age Four stuff, like saying that yeah you know, they're moving that towards like live service stuff and everything, which. It's pretty clear that everyone hates that. that Which is just bad, stuff. because it's... because even within, like, you know, EA's pantheon of developers, they've got, um, you know, um, Respawn going up on stage and saying, guys, we're doing a new Star Wars game, no microtransactions, and everyone fucking cheers. Yeah. And it's like, look at what people are telling you and how people are responding to what you're doing. That's fuck, man. Because they, well, they but, would but, but, get that same cheer games? if they said that about Dragon Age. Like... Everyone would be so fucking relieved if they were just like, we're, do- we're just doing a good story game with no online shit. Mm. But Everyone then you've got like, to remember as you. well that the people there that are st- sitting there cheering and whatever, they don't represent the majority of the people, clearly. Otherwise, Maybe. microtransactions would have never become a thing. Or Electronic Arts have a spreadsheet that says, yeah, people won't like it, but enough of them will pay to make it worth exactly. the hit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, are because, you guys I mean, saying like, live service games are the issue, or is it just the fact live service combined with Dragon Age, which is a primary I single-player game? I think it's just a, a poor fit for what Because obviously like, Division 2 has like, done it incredibly well, and there's you know, oh, yeah, Destiny yeah. and so on and so forth. So live, yeah. people saying a live service game, you shouldn't instantly think, oh God, it's going to be bad. It's just a no, fact but that I think it's the idea this. of taking something that people like and then taking it in a direction that people don't want it to go really you know that's yeah. that's the issue with this it's not because they, like, they you know they tested they tested the waters with this with mass effect 3 with the whole you know the multiplayer tying into the single player a little bit um and then awful. anthems crap <laughs> so i just have no i mean did it, andromeda didn't have anything like that did it i know it had multiplayer but it didn't really uh, it had that thing where you had to send off it like like, like time stuff Oh, yeah, and it's like, oh, there's an app and you can do it on your phone as well. Yeah, yeah, I've got a feeling that it was sort of a workaround one. But yeah, Yeah. where you put a team together and sent them off to do missions and it was all time, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, fine. It wasn't offensive, but I, yeah, I didn't even remember it until you mentioned it. Yeah, I mean, I did did it once and (laughs) then never again. (laughs) So, Um, I mean, yeah, Dragon Age 4 depends how intrusive it is, I guess. Um, But I'm not confident based off BioWare's form with that stuff. Okay, uh, Project X Cloud has moved to the take home phase. So what, what this is is obviously X Cloud's been going on like they started testing it in private towards the end of last year, but now it's got to this phase where you know people take it home and they can test it, you know, like at home and stuff like that. I mean, I mean that it, it's significant because it means the system's going to be tested in like less than ideal environments, and uh, you know. Compared with like the other oh, stuff, with you. so this has only been tested within like offices that yes. have insane yeah. connect. Right, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So and then apparently they're going to have public trials are expected to begin like later this year. So that I mean okay. I'd imagine that all this stuff will probably get announced at E3, won't it? Like they'll say this is yeah what we've for got sure and this is when it's coming and stuff like that. I mean, how do you think they're going to test it? Is it going to be literally a download for your Xbox? I'd imagine so. They'll they'll just say sign up if you've got an Xbox 
One or an Xbox One X. Yeah. Sign up. You'll get a, yeah, well, you'll get a download. But the whole point is that it's on any device. So just saying it's on an Xbox is sort of goes against the whole point of it, surely. They'll no, but still... it's a controlled it's a controlled system, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I mean the... they'll add maybe they'll add another tab, you know, like to the top, you know, where it's got like game pass and stuff like that, and there'll be another one that just says X Cloud, yeah. click on that. But the thing is, I know this is supposed to be for anything else as well, but I wonder how they're gonna do that with um you know what sort of devices this is going to support i know they're saying mm. it's going to support everything but like for example if, if this is going to come out like so you can use it on ios how is it going to work with controllers and stuff like is yeah. it just going to be like mfi controllers or is it going to be something else they've come up with or whatever that's what i'm most interested about this is um you know how that's actually i'm more work. interested about is seeing if it does actually come to switch that mm. would be interesting yeah yeah definitely that uh, is the one, isn't it? Like that is, the, I mean, Microsoft and Nintendo at the moment. Honestly, get a room, guys. They're like, all over each other, aren't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be amazing if Game Pass came to Switch. I, I, I mean, and that, that's definitely a dream. Whether that happens or not, I, I don't know. See, if you think about it, though, if like X Cloud and like, if it comes to like Switch and it works and everything, I don't know if I'd be bothered to get an next a next generation Xbox. Like, why would I bother? Mm. If I can just play all that stuff directly on my Switch, why would I care about getting a new console? Yeah, no, I, but, yeah, actually, I, but I think that's what they want. They yeah, want, yeah. As we as we said, like uh, I, you know, um, on something. Oh man, we can't really talk about what we said on that video. But <laughs> one of the points we made was that: Do you think Microsoft really care if if you buy an Xbox next gen or not? Mm. Because they're shaping up to be a company that doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. give a shit if you buy their console or not. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as you sign up for their service, mate, mm-hmm. they're happy because that's where the money's being made. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I mean, we're also going to see more of that, more of this at E3, uh, and I can't wait to see what how it goes down. Really. Okay, uh, so after we recorded last week, we had the Sonic movie like was revealed. <laughs> they had like you know the trailer and everything came out. I think it came out. Didn't it come out while we were recording last week? I think. And we saw uh, no, bits no, no. of it. Well, maybe. It was the next day. Yeah. It was, isn't it? Yeah, it was the next day. Yeah. Okay. I think we saw some like saw some of the like screenshots from it or something, and we were like, "Is that real?" And it's like, "Yeah, it, unfortunately, yeah." And um, so anyway, this came out, and the internet obviously went mad and had a right go about the whole thing. You know, not happy with various aspects of it. So now the director of the movie has announced that he's that there's going to be changes to the character. So this is this guy. His, his name's Jeff Fowler, and he said. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. And, uh, yeah, that's the... So they're going to redesign it. How much it. of a decision is that? It's like, what? what is the financial decision they've had to make? Yeah, oh, they're going to have to make it. They've only got six yeah. months as well, because it's out in six months. So that's some... I mean, that's... Talk about yeah, crunch, just like, like you know. delay the film, surely. Yeah. How are they going to get this Yeah, done? yeah. You'd have <laughs> to delay the film. Just delay yeah, it. You think so? Either that or people are going to... You know, referencing the conversation we had earlier, yeah, people are going to be working some long fucking hours to get this done. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, so the initial trailer, am I the only one that didn't despise it? I, I, I didn't despise it. it. I didn't despise it, yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing it. It obviously is weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that, that was it. it. Like, I mean, so okay. the, the way Sonic looks, yeah, he does look weird. He's got the weird human teeth. He's like, he's a, <laughs> a, an odd shape. It's the hand. He's like, like a kid wearing pajamas, you know. Yeah, but I was just like, "Oh well, it's just a different Sonic." I don't like what I don't understand why people are being nah, quite surprised. It. it was that. I kind of, I kind of disagree because, like, I, I, um, 
I honestly think it's the right thing to do. What they're doing is is redesigning the character again. Um, uh, I would understand why people were upset about that. I mean, if the Mario, you know, this new Mario film is yeah. coming out, you know, in a in a few years, like they're they're way early into production with that. Um, but if the Mario film come out and Mario looked nothing like Mario, yeah, you'd think, what the fuck? Well, right? if you look, well, if you look like Bob Hoskins. But if yeah. It, yeah, if it was literally a 3D cartoon of Bob Hoskins walking about, you know, or or if there was a Mario trailer that come out and he had the um, what is it, the Brooklyn accent yeah. rather than yeah. you know yeah. the Mario accent, Italiano, it's like, like Mario, but it had like hedgehog teeth and like he looked like my point is, you know, my point is, I totally understand why, and you know, initially when I saw that trailer, I was like, it don't look that bad. But then when we started seeing artists' impressions of Th- what that was he the thing, like, like this is the first time ever that where blew every me sort away. of fan version, they all looked better, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, way, way <laughs> yeah. better, way better. And you see, but I, I just see it as as different. I don't really like. Yeah, okay, I saw mock-ups of like, yeah, him looking more like the Sonic that I recognise. Maybe I'm just not precious about Sonic sure. in general. I'm not he a looks- huge. He looks dirty. Does look dirty, but that's the point. He did look weird. Those those legs just look fucking odd, and the hands <laughs> and that. But <laughs> but like yeah, also, Gangsters Paradise was a weird choice. That, that, that was a weird like, choice. Yes, think, that was very strange. And and also, it's essentially the same plot as both Hop and the Chipmunks movie, which is weird. <laughs> a man man finds thing that that talks and then tries to hide it from the rest of the world in in a bag usually. Well, that happens. Yeah. Um, you know, but I thought James Marsden was in Hop as well, wasn't it? So it's like there's literally the yeah, same oh, film. Yeah, which makes it even weirder. He's literally doing the same film again. I mean, yeah, um, I mean this is the other thing. Like, I feel like the the design of Sonic is so unrelated to whether or not the film will be any good. Like, if it's funny and well written and the acting is good, then people just be like, <laughs> yeah, Sonic looks a bit weird, but you know, you, you'll see past that. I know. We did you see? John, uh, Jim Carrey doing, you know, circa Ace Ventura. Jim I mean, Carrey. I look, he's going to carry this <laughs> film. Right. I loved you, it. Pardon the pun. He's yeah. going to carry this film. I can't wait to see him be like old school, wacky Jim Carrey. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. He, Same like, he's going to be brilliant 90s. in this. It's just. Oh, was that James? That was funny in the nineties. I don't. I just don't. Oh fuck! I don't off, like James. it. No, look. If we can basically get Ace Ventura again, but without the transphobia, I'm all up for that. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, he's going to be this. This you know, from the trailer alone, I think he'll be brilliant in this. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I mean, uh, same. Yeah. I thought he was great. So do I. But, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But but they've made the right decision. I, I, yeah. Jay, uh, Sean. Honestly, initially, I was thinking the way the same way as you did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get it. I do get it because, yeah. yeah, as I say, if we if we're watching a Mario film in two years' time, where he's like, "Hey, Luigi, what are you done with my mushrooms?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go, "Oh, f- not fuck off." <laughs> um, so yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm extremely excited, and I'm gonna. Uh, if anyone knows anyone related to the film, James and I need to go to the premiere, and yeah. we want to go dressed up. So it has to happen, James. I uh, know. I'd, I'd really genuinely be up for that because I think it'd be very funny. Uh, yeah. Did you know this about the premiere of um, of movies? I've been to a premiere, mm-hmm. um, and uh, um, it, it's quite interesting. You know how you get competitions to go to a premiere or certain people get invited to a premiere or whatever. Um, did you know that there are several screens showing the same film at the same time at the premiere? 
where they have all the people that walk the red carpet and the celebrities and that go into one. Yeah, makes and sense. then all the competition <laughs> winners and all that stuff get ushered into a completely different screen, completely separate from the celebrities and everything. Yeah, that it's makes fascinating. Sense. Yeah. It is fascinating. <laughs> also, they start the film the all the competition winners and everything way earlier than the celebrities and stuff. So they can just kick them out of the building before the real like <laughs> before the real premiere ends you know what i mean it's yeah i i learned a lot that night <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows anyone related to the sonic movie james has actually agreed to get dressed up for the premiere so uh i've been thinking mm. like full sonic outfit blue faced a lot yeah what i'm go. saying matt is that you'll be in a cinema with just a scump <laughs> <laughs> I people that entered an it, see james dressed up as sonic though wouldn't it <laughs> Oh, absolutely! I'm not discrediting the idea. I think it is. <laughs> I think it's the best idea you've ever had. But uh, I'm just pre-warning you. That's all. You're not going to be sitting next to Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, also, so Valve have also unveiled the index, um, and so pre-orders what? are open now, and it's going to be out on the 20th of June. So this is their VR thing pitched at like serious like VR users apparently, and you get a headset and the index controllers. And the headset has external tracking, though, so it's different to... Is it the Oculus doesn't... The, the new one of those, they're not going to have that, right? It's like internal. Okay. Yeah. What does it... So, so it doesn't have to... So you, you don't need to, like, put cameras up in your yeah. fucking room. It just... Yeah. Right, okay. With this, I'll be do. honest with you. I've... I, like, I'm so out of the loop now. I've not... I, you've said so much shit tonight that I haven't understood. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that is... Weird. So they're releasing their own headset, are they? Yeah. Yeah. And helmet. I mean, the thing is, it's got these dual like 1440 by 1600 like RGB LCDs that are like 120 hertz. And but the big thing is the controllers because they've got like 87 sensors and apparently they're capable of like tracking hand positions, finger positions, motion, pressure, That's all cool. that kind of thing. And but the price is like 919 pounds, and mm-hmm. you still need a PC, like a good PC, to run it as well. So. This is really at the other I, end. Yeah, like I'm sure it's very impressive and I would like to have a go on one, but when, you know, the, still the main issue for VR is just the accessibility of it and the cost and the getting it into people's homes in the first place, I don't, does, this doesn't help, does it? Yeah, well, it doesn't sound like they're interested in that market no. at all, does yeah, it? So, yeah. um, uh, right, so where does it sit in terms of power then? Does it, like, is it better than the Vive? Is it, um, is it yeah, going to be mean, the, the best the, 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 headset you can buy? These, yeah, yeah. The, the, these specs are even, even bigger, bigger than the Vive Pro, which got uh, announced like, uh, right, okay. late last year, early this year. Yes, yeah, so this, this is uh, definitely, definitely the most, uh, you know, technically proficient headset. But mm-hmm. with like Oculus Quest out or, or the reviews out in the last like, few weeks and that being an Oculus headset, which is good enough, doesn't require PC and haven't been really impressed with that. And then you've got mm-hmm. this, which is, for the yeah, complete enthusiast, the other end, uh, it'd be interesting yeah. to see where this goes. Well, because um, the, the Quest has only got—is it like it's only about three hundred thirty dollars, isn't it? As well, it's like not super yeah. expensive either. Like yeah. I really want to go on a Quest just to see what it's like. You know, you can play things like Super Hot and, lo- and loads of like sort of Oculus and Vive games. Uh, what uh, uh, Oculus games definitely? I, I think there's, I'm sure there's like Vive ports, but um, yeah, but, but without any sort of head, without any PC, without any cables. I love without a head. Yeah, but, but, what, how much is that, James? Did you say? Is that wasn't it about three hundred thirty dollars or something? The, yeah. the quest. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not. It's not. It's not expensive. What well, it is? Comparatively, uh, so, so I'm just reading it properly. Yeah, so I've misunderstood. So it does have base stations. So yeah, you do have to put cameras. cameras up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. 
there we go. I mean, I'm, I still haven't I haven't touched my PSVR for a, a couple of months again now. I I don't know what because it's it's just sitting there, but it's just the hassle of using it. I, I still get that sometimes. Where I mean, once I start using it, I do really enjoy it, and it's really great. But then it's just I don't know. When's when's that new game coming out? The one the um that's the London Studio one. Uh, th- that's out in the next like, few weeks. Actually, I'm sure it's May time. Okay, Might yeah, I'm to... very excited for that. Yeah, that looks good. Okay, anyway, uh, David Cage has been tweeting again, and yeah. um, <laughs> I just wanted to stick this in here because it's, I mean, it's an amazing quote. I mean, it's basically, he's got here, Detroit Become Human changed me forever. It proved, okay, I'm going to read it exactly as it says, it proved me that video games didn't have to be about killing people. They could evoke complex <laughs> themes and subtle emotions, resonate differently with different people. And, uh, yeah. What? So that's, that's... Uh, that's David Cage. I mean, it just shows how deluded he is, doesn't it? Well, it, it shows. There's what scenes massive... in that where you gun down a whole. Yeah. Oh, all right, they're androids, <laughs> but you they get gunned down. And sh- there's loads of killing in that game, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, but it also shows what like a sort of an intellectual and creative bubble he lives in. You know, where it's like he hasn't seen that there's been games, obviously, for years that have done all these sorts of themes, mostly yeah. better as well. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's just incredible that that you know that kind of statement. What do you think, Matt? I mean, I obviously like Detroit, but yeah, this I, I, I don't quite understand. It's like this isn't even something that he's written. It's like, <laughs> why? I don't understand how someone mm. could be like this in 2019 without playing the millions of other games, which are like doing incredible things without requiring killing. And also, his games have loads of killing. Um, I don't know what's happened there, um, but <laughs> I, I just doesn't, doesn't change my feelings on Detroit, but this tweet is mad. Yeah. Absolutely not- mad. And that's it. That's all I got for the news. We're all done. Cool. What um, a week of right. news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, just as well it lasted a while because what we've been playing might be a bit dry. I mean, Dave's got plenty, but so sh- uh, shall the three of us rattle through and then let Dave do all of his? Yeah. Um, I'll just yeah. get I'll get mine out of the way really quickly. So I've been, still been playing loads of Dragon's Dogma. Still really enjoying it. Still really nice. Like actually having an active player base again. Um, everyone trading pawns, plural. Matt. Yeah, more than one movie, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just like that, that whole sort of community being active again has been really cool. And like, so, and you know, the people I know who already love the game um, all talking about it and people who are just playing it for the first time, getting involved and asking questions and, and stuff. It's been really good fun. I, I, wonder, um, I wonder how it's done sales wise. Yeah, I mean, there seems to be plenty of people talking about it, but obviously, the, yeah, the, the, bubble we live in that might mean yeah. literally have, nothing have you seen it's done in, in like the switch the charts, charts if yeah it's, it's at the top of the switch it's number two i think on is the it? switch charts at the moment. okay yeah. fair so enough i mean it was bad enough that the servers stopped working for a couple of days as well so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that that says something i guess um the only other thing i've been playing is i've been playing a shitload of star wars pinball on my telephone so i went to uh play expo this weekend oh yeah um, how, how was that and it's it's really good, man. It's not like there's like barely anything new in it. It's not really about that. It's sort of mostly retro focused. There's like shitloads of arcades. Um, there's like a, a really cool sort of retro market. Um, there's like loads of there's loads of people on PCs playing like Doom and and stuff. Um, but there's also a really like a massive pinball section, and um, we blagged entry to there was like a like if, if you donated to charity, there was like a, a sort of after party um, on the Saturday. As, <laughs> Sorry, as, you blagged your way in. Blagged your way, yeah, just cha- snuck in. A charity <laughs> event. You just thought, well, we ain't going we, we to give money to charity. <laughs> <for this. Let's laughs> I think it was still like broadly invite only, but yeah, um, 
And it just meant that, like, because obviously... It, like, is play it Expo, only, or you had to pay a pound? It's like, well, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> who, who do I know? Who's an exclusive who's club gonna, of people who gave 10 things to charity? Um, it's for the children. <laughs> I'm Sean Bell yeah. from the Computer Game Show. Get me a free invite. Stamp in my Your pound can swivel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously, yeah, Play Expo is great, and there's, like, all these pinball machines and arcades all on free play, but obviously... People are on them, and you've got a queue, and like there's a little bit of a wait. Um, and so we flag the look through. Yeah, you like, like, <laughs> like, like yeah, fuck off, Daytona, mate. I'm Sean Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but at the other party, obviously, there was like hardly anyone there, so it meant you could just get a go on whatever you wanted. And it's the first time in my life where I've been able to just be like, like I've always known I would probably enjoy pinball, but just never having the situation where I can just say, right, I'm just gonna stay on this one pinball machine for like half an hour and learn it and figure out what the fuck is going on and because normally either you know you're either paying for every go that you have which when you're shit is is really not fun or if it's on a free play you know it's in like a free play setting there's usually other people waiting for a go so just having the opportunity to just actually concentrate on one table and and really enjoy it and then move on to another one and then another one uh yeah it turns out i really like pinball um but yeah. then, and like, and like, I spent ages on the there's a Terminator Two one, which is, turns out is like quite a famous one. Um, and I was like, well, it's pretty old, so like, uh, could I feasibly get one one day? It starts at about three and a half grand. <laughs> so yeah. it's this kind of thing of like, oh fuck, I've like discovered this new thing I really enjoy. Also, I will almost never get to indulge it. So that's only just- half the price as well, isn't it? Because the maintenance and that. Exactly, yeah. Um, and yeah, so if, if you, yeah, even if you were to get one for three and a half grand, it would probably already need work doing. Um, so instead, I've just started downloading, so you know, uh, Zen Pinball, who do, they do like Pinball oh, FX and yeah. a bunch of other stuff. So, like, all of their pinball stuff is really cheap on, on your telephone, which is arguably the best way to play it anyway, because of obviously the, the shape of the screen and stuff. Um, like, the console versions are a bit weird because you just sort of, you've got this, like, really low down view of the table and it's quite hard to gauge like you know depth perception and stuff yeah but the lack of buttons isn't that like i mean kind of but then it's only like digital input anyway because i'd always thought like prior to actually having a a go on a proper pinball table i'd always assumed that there was like analog control of the flippers but it's not they're just they're just clicky buttons no i get that but then it's the feedback of those buttons that you're clicking though isn't it that true obviously you know if you once you get good you do actually like give the table a little nudge sometimes to (laughs) um try and save the ball or whatever um which you know that stuff is usually in pinball games but i never really understand how i'm supposed to use it because again yeah like you say that there's no that that sort of tactile-ness there's definitely a proper word for that um uh, yeah you don't get that when you're just playing it on your phone but Mm. um yeah basically so i just downloaded the the star wars app um and just every table's like 89p um, which is ace. So yeah, I've just I've been spending loads of time on that and really enjoying it. But as I say, but as this sort of incredibly watered down thing, because I know I'll never actually own a pinball table, and I don't know when I'll even get to access one again that's on free play, and I can just take my time with it. Sean, is this as good as a Microsoft like? Is it like 3D Space Cadet pinball that came with Windows ninety five? Because that was a banger. I don't remember that one. You don't remember that? It had like, well, do you no. remember the one where you had to type like blue seven three and then change the font to something in Word or whatever and then a pinball game <laughs> That was a, a secret one. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the one Excel, yeah. 
Matt, we went through this process, didn't we, when uh, on the PS4, where we both got into Oh, yeah, Zen what Pinball. were those games? Like Zen Pinball's one. Yep. Was Zen it? Pinball was the one that we were playing. Is yeah. it, was it called that, or was it, was it Pinball well, I FX? I don't know. I, I, it was, it, we yeah. always had a massive argument about it. I was pretty sure there. it was called Zen Pinball. Uh, but yeah, no, it was the one with that ghost. Oh, you got to find the ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. And we, we, I mean, the scores yeah, we, we were racking yeah, we up were pretty insane. No, I, I did love that when it, when it came on PS4, actually. Yeah. Well, cause the, you know, there's, 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 there's at least one, uh, PSVR one as well, which oh, appara- really? apparently is surprisingly good. Um, the, so the Walking Dead go. one's meant to be very good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sean, yeah. the, the Walking Dead tables meant to be okay. uh, really good. You cool. played that, didn't you, James? I did not know. I've never really been. Oh, someone did. I'm sure. Oh, I thought someone on the podcast had played the Walking Dead table, but mm. no, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give that a look. Um, uh, but yeah, really it's good. just yeah. So I was say just really weird having like this this door open to me, and then oh, this is really good. Right, you'll never get to properly enjoy that for ages again. Um, but I mean, yeah, the the way the the foam ones are, are done is is really nice, and I I really like the fact that like, you know, they sort of they look like real actual pinball tables, but then they acknowledge the fact that they are video games. So like the Star Wars ones, there will be like Star Wars characters actually like running and jumping around on the table and stuff, and like you can make the Millennium Falcon take off or whatever to act, you know, activate in different modes and stuff. That sort of acknowledgement that it's like, yeah, but it, it looks like a pinball table. It doesn't have to be real it doesn't have to follow like you know the, the restrictions of what you could actually build on an actual pinball table um so that's cool and yeah it's just 89p a table man bargain so, so is, is that, it star wars pinball 7 yeah i don't know why it's called 7 i don't know where that comes from because on ios this um, is what well, i'm assuming it's the same but it says it's made by zen studios so dave this is the same people that made the one, game yeah, we yeah. loved yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. I, I i don't know if um we called it zen pinball um, but I don't know if that was what that game oh, was. No, it definitely is. Called. I, I, I just searched on iOS, and I, if you didn't search the developer Zen Pinball, it's got the first picture is that one that table we absolutely hammered with like, the two kids, and it's got yeah, the yeah, sorcerer's yeah, yeah. lair, and I can oh, almost hear like the, the, yeah, yeah, sorcerer's lair. I can lair, almost hear it. like the sound, like the sound bites <laughs> on my head now. Where it's like, oh, you don't want to do that. You know? I don't know. I don't. Oh, the ghost! The ghost is, the ghost is coming. <laughs> oh, oh, oh don't, don't find the ghost. the table because the ghost is. Oh. Oh, the ghost has got the ball. The ghost, the ghost. You're gonna have to flip the ghost away now, aren't you? This shows a haunted. Yeah. Anyway, I'd love that game. Sounds good. I'll buy that one next. Yeah, you should get. Um, you should get the Sorcerer's Lair one for sure. Yeah. The Sorcerer's Lair one was free. It oh, was, was it? free. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, that's why we got into it. Um, I'm downloading it, it now. Right now. I have to. Yeah. I've got to hear those sound bites again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <gasps> uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's me. Uh, this week, uh, James, do you want to do yours? Yeah, I mean, I've I've played very little this week apart from FIFA, obviously, because that just gets played every day. Not like Sean, every um, day, pretty much. Yeah, I I play it pretty much every day because I just play career mode. That's the only thing I usually play. What like. year are you in in career mode? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're playing like sixty now. No, I'm about I'm about four or five years in now. I think it's um yeah because I only play like one game a day. I don't like to sit there playing it. I, all d- I still don't get it. I assume you play as Chelsea, right? Uh, no, I don't usually actually. Oh, good. Yeah. Because like, I just think surely it's better to like pick a lower league yeah, team and exactly then work your way up if you're doing it for that long. It's, it's really, so, I 
the enjoyment I get out of it is picking a team from like Division Two or something like that, and then trying to get them up to the. Oh, so who are you? So again. So what team have you are you controlling uh, at the depend- moment? I mean, I change every year. I mean, this no, it year, doesn't depend. No, What's on, going James, on? You've got an answer. You're hiding something. <laughs> no, it's it doesn't depend. Thing. I mean, it depends. I mean, I've chosen like Gillingham. No. I've gone for them because they they're like right. close to where I live. Um, but I asked you who you're con- currently controlling. Uh, uh, Sheffield Wednesday. I was doing. Sheffield Wednesday. What made you go for Sheffield Wednesday? I think because they haven't been in the Premier League for ages, and I just thought it'd be fun to get them up there. You know, I don't know. From the, from the, the depths Lions, of the championship. James. No, see, I can't, I can't do Leeds um, because it's Leeds. I didn't say Leeds. No, no, but I'm talking to Matt because, you know, Matt... Oh, right, Leeds. okay, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. You um, can't do Leeds. Yeah, I can't, I can't do Leeds. Uh, Millwall, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. Best team in London, in London mate. Yeah. No, the best team of all. <laughs> Everybody knows us. We're called Millwall. <laughs> no one <laughs> believes that when they sing it. You can't just put that in song and we all believe it. Mm. Fucking idiots. But no, that's, that's um, what I enjoy doing though. It's like doing that, and then also like sometimes like playing in the you know the uh, you know other leagues abroad and stuff like that. It's just that's. I mean, I don't I don't generally play as Chelsea because it's just there's no point really. It's there's not so much challenge and all that kind of thing. You know, it's just nice to like build a team. You know, and sort of, um, yeah. You know. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing weirder than falling in love with a player on in a video game because he scored a couple of goals for you in this game, yeah. and then and then hearing about him like on Sky Sports or whatever. You know, yeah. oh, uh, Gillingham won today in goal scoring oh, yeah. such and such. And you're uh, like, yeah. oh my god, I, I fucking love that. I don't know what you mean. Like, a few years ago, one of the FIFA demos it had Toronto FC as like one of like the demo teams. It was an, as an MNS team. And one of their start, well, their, one of their strikers was called Ibrahim, and me and James Ramson like played like as I've I, never had like Man City, Barcelona's one of one of them, which was Toronto FC, and then we did like a season playing as Toronto FC because we loved Ibrahim so much, and he was like scoring our goals. Yeah, we, we love that guy. I mean, I, I don't know if he still Hello. plays, but um, yeah, like, and and now have like a special place uh, Toronto FC in my heart just because mm-hmm. of that incredible couple of seasons where we played as. Uh, what, what, a, what a player! What a man! So yes, I've been love it. Still been playing that, but then I mean, the only other things I played, I played Deadly Premonition, and as I said, I'm, I'm just not having a good time with it now because it's just, it's just I mean, so you are tedious. Hate, you are hating it, and, and to be fair, I don't blame you. I watched my Friday stream. I was like, okay, surely this is the end now. It's like, no, it's <laughs> it's really dragging its heels. Yeah. But d- 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 do you know how far are you from the end now? I know that I'm close. I know that I'm pretty close, but close then you never... then you'll get it done the next stream, or...? Well, hopefully, but then you never know when they're going to make you, like, drive from one end of the map to another that will take, like, half an hour. Like, you never know when that's going to happen. It's like... It's like... never half an hour, James. I mean, we're, we're basically, at the end of the stream, they're like, oh, just drive to the next location, you might be entering. You know, I'm not going to drive high. It'll be, like, ten minutes. It it's just feels at least like half 15 an hour. minutes or so. And then, I mean... So it's not half an hour. You forget You forget that, that <laughs> like, the not last week, but the week before last, and I played it, and... I spent literally about 45 minutes chasing a dog around the town. Like, just... And then where it would just... like I had to follow the dog. It would stop. (laughs) Then there'd be some dialogue that was completely irrelevant to what was going on. And then the dog would be off again and you'd have to chase him again. And it just went on for hours... For for at least half an hour or so, that was. Half an hour, 45 minutes. minutes. It was... was, No, it was ridiculous. (laughs) It was absolutely ridiculous. And that is the worst thing about this game, is it's just the pacing is so terrible. It's like, there's some really, like, odd, weird potential in, in the game, and there's bits that I did, I was really enjoying when I was playing it, but it's just so tedious. Like, you just get, th- I, mean, I, I mean, I got stuck on a door again, like, this time. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't, pres- I mean, again, this was 30 minutes. This really was 30 minutes before I managed to get through this door, because I didn't realise that, so through the whole of the game, 
to open doors, you just go up to them and press A. It's pretty simple. That's all that happens. And it's like it says in the beginning, that's what you've got to do. For some reason, for this particular door, it's not explained. There's no indication whatsoever. You have to hold down A until he opens the door. But it doesn't <laughs> explain this. So if you go up to the door and just press A, he just sort of slams himself against it and then falls backwards. And you're just like, what? what is going on? And then, so then I just spent ages just wandering around trying to figure out where I was supposed to go next. It's just so frustrating. Like, just really, really. Couple, a couple of points here, James, right? The first being, where, whereabouts does this sit in terms of the games that you've streamed? So, you know, like Heavy Rain and Detroit and whereabouts does this sit compared to those? Okay. Do you hate this more? Um, it's difficult to say because, I mean, I definitely say, I mean, Heavy Rain is significantly better than this. Like, it really is. In terms of... Maybe the story stuff is maybe like, and the and the dialogue is maybe poorer, maybe than this. But what in heavy rain? Yeah, because yeah, come on, heavy rain had terrible dialogue as well. I mean, come on, the great glasses had all that kind of stuff. That I mean, the thing the thing with heavy rain was but that no, it was, I, mean, I wouldn't take great glasses was bad dialogue. It's just a stupid funny moment. I know, but I don't think it was intentionally funny. But that, but that's the thing because you see, I enjoyed playing Heavy Rain because it was unintentionally hilarious, like in places, and that's what made me want to play it because I wanted to see what was going to happen next. Beyond Two Souls was like also really badly written, but wasn't so funny. Like there wasn't as much in it. The problem with this one is that there are bits. I mean, this this doesn't feel. How do I put it? With the, I mean, the dialogue with this is not as bad i don't think as heavy rain because it's all it's it's designed to be like this it's not accidental if you sort of mean do you get what i mean with that mm, yeah no i mean some of it is just outright shit well yeah but, <laughs> it, but the thing is you can create something which is like crap but then you're doing it on purpose and like there's dialogue in this which is clearly designed to be bad that's the idea whereas with heavy rain and with a lot of david cage's stuff i don't believe that he ever okay, writes dialogue right, okay that he okay okay we we're going into this way more than i thought we would but like um uh, where does it sit uh it's but probably... what, what's the what, where, so in terms of best to worst games you've streamed whereabouts does it sit you don't have to go through them all but okay the most enjoyable was probably heavy rain Least enjoyable was probably Beyond Two Souls. Um, this is probably about in the middle of those, I'd say. Right. Okay. In terms fine. of I, irritation, the the other thing, the other thing, it's interesting. You talk about pacing and how much you hate that, and you know, needless busy work. Yeah. Um, I'm playing one of your favourite games of all time, yeah, yeah, Shenmue know, Two, at the moment, and there, there was a bit where I had to go up and down a lift because these two lifts that were, that were sat next to each other didn't go to all floors. Yeah. Literally for no reason. Yeah, no. <laughs> reason whatsoever so i had to go up to the sixth to go down to the fifth then back up to seventh that's the kind of thing that's, that's deadly premonition as well yeah okay it's in your favorite game of all time yeah, so i'm surprised you're is, so angry no, about but it. the difference is is that shemu came out about 20 years ago this this oh, is not that old. that does not mate that does not excuse that no, no, i'm not saying it's whatsoever. good i'm not saying it's good it's just that the difference is this is a, a not more recent this game and i know that does not excuse it like, that, that's not a technical flaw that's not something to do with you know the the years that have passed between in terms of technology it's a it's terrible fucking ah oh, it's just awful yeah, it's a design flaw and it's the it same me off with so this much because in a week. the problem with deadly premonition in particular is all the combat stuff which is atrocious and as i understand it as the people in the stream keep telling me it's like the combat stuff wasn't originally in this game and it was kind of crowbarred in and you can really feel that. Like, if this didn't have all of that, and it didn't have all the pointless wandering around, 
this would have been a much... I mean, this game could have been over in, like, maybe six to eight hours or so, and it would have been a cracker. Like, it really would have been good. But it's just the fact that it's been extended over about 16 to 20 hours or whatever with just all this other pointless stuff, which is just, yeah, not not so good. But anyway, so... Okay. So that's, that's not so good. I mean, I've also played... I mean, I've been playing, like, Loco Roco as well because... I'm in a bit of a weird space at the moment playing games because I was I read a tweet by Darren Darren the other day which I kind of by Darren only, Darren Darren yeah. Darren because <laughs> oh Daz Daz Darren Darren yeah because I feel kind of in the same space at the moment where I don't really feel like playing much like anything like really sort of like big or anything and I mean I said the other week like I I haven't gone back to Sekiro yet I mean I I kind of feel like I've just bounced off that now and. I don't feel like getting into something like really, really deep or anything. So I started playing like Oroko because it's one of those games I've owned for ages, but I only ever play like a few levels like of the you know at the beginning, and then I just kind of stop and don't bother going any further. But this time I've sort of just I sat down and stuck with it and finished it because it's not very long at all, and it's great. It's um, have any of you played it at all? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. No, I, I think I finished it um, on the Vita. Uh, when it first came out, but yeah, no, I adored that. Yeah, game. brilliant game. I mean, it's got just you know, the fucking the. Op- I mean, all the soundtrack's good, but just the opening theme, man. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I mean, it's just got. I mean, also, yeah, I mean, there's no irritation with it either, is there? It's just really no. relaxing to play. It's just, the little uh, shout they do the- when you break yeah. them up. Yeah, <laughs> there was there, there's a bit of frustration in there, isn't there? When you lose a bunch of them or some shit. Uh, but, right, um, right at the end, the last I found the last level a bit irritating because it's. Like, you know, I didn't feel the controls were that precise. But, but. yeah, no, you're right. It, it wasn't... Uh, I, the, frustra- uh, the frustration of that game didn't really sort of overshadow anything. Yeah. And, they were, you know, it was barely in there. So it wasn't an issue. And it's it's the remastered one as well. So it, it looks really nice on PS4. Uh, okay. Like, it looks... Yeah, it looks really good. I mean, it was only... It was like, How much was it? It was like 3 because it was like in a sale. Oh, wow. shit. It was, you know, it was definitely worth some um, there's loads of those stuff it's worth just putting on your wish list because then they... Often they put yeah, them I'll on... I'll tell you what, Isaac could love that, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, he was sitting watching that. It's great. Um, and then the only other thing I played is Tetris ninety nine, which I've been playing. Oh my god, that's on my list. Well, I've been playing that on and off like the last couple of days already, and I feel that people have got a lot better at this now, and <laughs> it's beca- it's becoming even harder. Like I can barely get into the top ten now most times, and often I'm only just cracking like the top twenty or whatever. And but it's still got that thing of like you know because each each game is quite short like it doesn't really take that long although i found you know like the, the battles at the end where you've got like two or three people still going that can go on for quite a long time now of like oh god yeah and it's it's yeah, quite yeah, yeah. entertaining to watch like and like i was i was playing it and chen was watching and she was getting into it like watching like these two people and she was like started to root for one of them it was just like that guy i want him to win everything it was it's pretty good but how are you how are you getting on with it dave have you found it any do- i'm not i know you're yeah, yeah, not too bad actually. It's just like you know, there's obviously that that tip. I mean, there was a top ten tips that this website was given on how to you know um, get number one in Tetris ninety nine, and one of the tips was play when Japan's asleep. Yeah, um, <laughs> which you know you kind of you you kind of understand. I see that side of things, and I've had to drastically change my tactics though. Uh, and so my thing was always until. There was about 50 left. Always stick on random mm-hmm. because that keeps you under the radar from the people that are trying to get uh, badges and it gets people um, that, that are attacking their attackers. And, you know, it, it it's a good way to stay under the radar. But now you're right. Things have ramped up a little bit more. And I think it's way more important to get badges now. So almost instantly I'm aiming for people to get badges or, or going for KOs. 
um, because you know when you aim for people, uh, uh, when you set your aim for KOs, then it's anyone that's quite high up on the table. Uh, you'll you'll uh, nick badges off them basically. So you need to go into like the sort of last fifty with a few badges, if not just to. Um, to uh, sort of send your junk to someone else. It also means that you can um, clear junk a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's quite important. And if there's more than two people attacking you, then set it to uh, attackers because you get a bonus for attacking them. And, yeah, it helps a lot. But, yeah, no, it's, it's slightly harder, but I've, I, I haven't noticed it getting insanely hard yet. Um, uh, and, I, I mean, I've played it as recently as last week. Uh, and didn't have too much trouble with it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe. Have you got a number one yet? No, I've got number five. That's the highest I can get. Oh my! I mean, I think also what you just said makes a lot of sense because I, I played today around like midday, and everybody I was playing with was Japanese, and it was just yep. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was ridiculous. You just get absolutely hammered. yeah. It was uh, absolutely yeah, hammered. It was really cool. Do you do do you, uh, do you know much about tea spinning? So is that again? Uh, do you know much about tea spinning? No. What is that? I don't know what. Right. Okay. Just look it up. YouTube video. I'll teach you yeah, what to do. But really it's helpful. it's a real easy way to clear junk uh, without. Because um, the problem is with with clearing um, uh, with clearing junk, it's uh, you find that the best way of doing it is Tetrises, but then you haven't got much left to work with after that, mm-hmm. and you've still probably got quite a few bits of junk left. Whereas T spinning lets you clear a lot of junk without moving your wall down too much it's quite it is quite important okay but um i'm still wrapping my head around and like looking for opportunities to do a t-spin but uh yeah they're, 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 it's a big help um but yeah there's plenty of tutorials online and explaining it and, and what you need to do is how to set it up and stuff so uh yeah you've got to sort of just work force yourself to work that into how you play basically mm-hmm. um but yeah, and I mean, they're, 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 I mean, there are some amazing Japanese Tetris players, uh, and and they're certainly playing that game a lot. Yeah, I, I uh, really want to go back to that because I never the best I ever got was like fourth or fifth. Uh, but now, for like now, it's it's past me, and everyone's too good. Yeah. No, no, no. Just just in. stick with it. Yeah. Just stick with it. You, you you'll get the odd game. You know, there'll always be games where you get knocked out really quickly. It is a lot like battle royale in that regard. Um, sometimes you just get wiped out straight away. But um, if you stick with it and you know really focus on what you should be doing and reacting to how the game's flowing, then yeah. I mean, this is this is my game of the year so far. This is the only game that I have been able to drum up any real sort of enthusiasm over um, over a long period of time it's it's Tetris 99 is absolutely incredible and whenever I play it I know I'm going to be sitting down for well over an hour uh, in that session because I just I fucking love it so much yeah. and these little um, special events they do every now and then the last one they did was absolutely fantastic where you got a certain amount of points um you got a certain amount of points depending on where you finish in a game, uh, and then all those points add up, and every group of a hundred points is a sort of raffle ticket, basically. And uh, I think it was like a hundred people in this country got a uh, nine hundred ninety nine gold uh, coins on the on the uh, Nintendo <laughs> eShop, nice. which is works out to a tenner. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was um, yeah. I mean, uh, the, what they do, what you know, the game is not. It's hard to really describe to people that aren't into Tetris or whatever because on on the surface level it is just Tetris, um, but it's it's you know how um, I enjoyed the Tetris effect for the Tetris, but not so much for the stuff around it. Yeah. Um, this game's come out, and obviously I enjoyed the Tetris, but 
everything around it is so spot on as well that um yeah i mean for me it, it wipes the floor with that tetris game even though obviously you can't really compare them because they're going for two completely different things but uh yeah that that game man is so good it really highlights as well how good it is to have separate buttons for, on your joy con um because playing on the pro controller is near on impossible mm-hmm. uh, it, uh that d-pad is not it's not great, great is it yeah Mm. It's not. Um, it's really surprising from Nintendo. Uh, the D-pad on that thing's not not perfect, but but separate buttons on the Joy-Con, man, it's just oh, so good. But it's always like whenever it's I so fail, I just game. want to try again, like immediately, because it's just absolutely. You know, that's that's the hook with it, which has been so good. Yeah, you just hold down that A button again, then yeah. and yeah, yeah, it's brilliant, utterly, utterly brilliant. And that's it. That's all I've got. I've got nothing else. Cool, Matt. Yeah, so um, I've mostly been playing Days Gone this week. Um, and obviously I spoke about it last week. I was only like an hour or two hours in last week and it was pretty, uh, it felt like a pretty unremarkable game. But I've actually strangely like flipped on that this week and I'm actually really starting to enjoy the game. Um, mm. I, I mean, it's obviously it's, 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 still, it's still got problems and, and we sort of covered them last week. But I'm actually really enjoying... Uh, the, the the environment I, I think the environment looks fantastic and I, I'm always interested when I when I ride for like a new like part of town to see what's there uh, and I heard like I've heard some people say like the core gameplay isn't fun but I'm actually the core gameplay loop I'm finding the best bit of the game the core gameplay loop being I will get like a mission and I will like ride to that mission and even riding to the missions I'm finding really fun um, although the game sort of feels like it doesn't want you to have fun like in any sort of game like this you would think okay you've got a motorbike you're going across this big open open world map so you'll vomit around the place you'll like jump off you know rocks you'll smash through like zombies but this game does not want you to do that at all um, and at, at the beginning that can be quite annoying because so I'm thinking, okay, I'll just bomb down this massive hill. No, because you you might damage your bike. If you even if you like run into like a zombie, you damage your bike, <laughs> and that's not good. Right. And 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 if you like do if you jump off, um, like you know a cliff edge or whatever you can do, you, you fall from a a bit of a height that can also damage your bike. Uh, the, the, you the, damage your bike. So yeah, you damage your bike. But basically, <laughs> there's a bit of a mechanic whereby if you jump off something, you need to make sure your wheels are parallel with with the ground, and you sort of minimise damage. But what these things it's doing is basically stopping you doing the things you would ordinarily do. So now I basically it's like coast around the environment, uh, which has its issues because you'll be going you'll be going slowly through this like through this like wood or forest or whatever you're going through. You don't hear too much noise because also noise can attract uh, these freakers. Uh, and you can also upgrade your bike to to have like a quieter exhaust to help that. But, but yeah, I'm basically like sort of freewheeling, like coasting, you know, through these environments, and it's sort of nice actually. Like you can hear in the bike I've got at the moment, you can hear like what feels like nails in the engine. You can hear like the suspension creak and you know jump and jump around as you go over rocks. And it's a much much slower pace than I thought it would be. And any game you think, okay, you've got a motorbike, you just assume you'll be bombing from left, you know, from checkpoint to checkpoint to like mission marker to mission marker. But this, because of like the fact you get, you get damaged for everything you do, um, it totally slows you down. And, and at the moment, at least, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, it's really nice. You're like hearing like the environmental sounds. Um, you'll be going like slowly through like a town and you're like, well, I mean, I'll be stopping to hear, to see if I hear any freakers or if I'm going through like a, a wood at night. Uh, I, because I'm, because the bike's quiet enough and I'm, and at points I don't want to 
use any fuel uh so i'm just like taking it slowly uh it's it's nice and then you might hear something and then you have to like, speed up but yeah I, I i'm never to the point where i'm like uh just absolutely bombing it through through environments because i just i feel like that i'm just actually that's just going in tears so i'm Matt, really how, actually how really is... enjoying the environment so james do you want to say something yeah how how is the petrol stuff is it that hasn't annoyed me at all so you have like a pet you have um like a limited amount of petrol uh and uh, uh, uh like the main place you save you can save you can quick save wherever you want but you have like it's like main like hub at the moment and there's like unlimited petrol there uh but wherever you go it'd be that on the on the way to a mission or when you reach uh like a a small uh like settlement or a, you know, like a petrol station or a, any sort of place where there's like a mission you've gone to that there will be there will be petrol tanks around the place i haven't had to like get one mid mission uh if i go to say this this little town and i've got like clear out these nests and these nests are like these um uh, buildings where there's got loads of what looks like wood and like hay and stuff where obviously like these these freakers are building uh, and living there's often like a limited number of those in each of these little towns and it'll, when you go into a town it'll say if you want to click complete a side mission you've got to destroy five of these nests and that basically means go up to the nest in this building uh, and then they're not they're not shown on the map so you really have to like explore the, the local area go there throw a molotov at this nest uh, once you do that it'll burn but a couple of enemies will pop out and then you have to kill them and that's that really um but for, for each of these areas yeah the, 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 there's always gonna be like petrol around the place and I've, I haven't had an issue really to you know to to to, to fill up you know i mean i've i try to keep myself top top to 100 percent um sometimes sometimes i've done the mission and i've been like quite low in health or it's been like uh you know um i, I mean or I, i've almost died or it's been quite a stressful experience but after that once the enemies are killed maybe the cutscenes happened i still have to then go and look for fuel but it doesn't bother me it hasn't bothered me yet all mm-hmm. the things that i'm enjoying in the moment uh like such as upgrading like my bike um uh adding like skill points to my character getting things like fuel um, taking it slowly because I don't want to damage my bike. At the moment, all these things are fine. I'm actually really enjoying the environment and sort of the mood it's setting. But these are all the things that apparently, when you're like 30, 40, 50 hours in, it really does your head in. Um, so at the moment, at least, <laughs> like I'm probably like eight, maybe like eight to 10 or so hours in. Um, and so far, I'm actually really enjoying the environment, really enjoying the mood it's sort of setting. Um, I, I think the cutscenes are, are, are nice. I still think graphically it's really, really gorgeous. Um, I mean, the characters are, are, aren't a lot to like get excited about. The story itself is pretty like simplistic at the moment, but yeah, regardless of whether like the mission is go to this place and um, and like and, and basically you go to a place and there's a, a cutscene will happen. So you don't actually you don't do a lot sometimes when you go to these locations. You just go there, trigger a cutscene, find out what's happening in the story, see how the score is progressing, and then go somewhere else. But whether it's one of them. Uh, or maybe on the way to one of them, I'll do like I'll clear out some like freaking nests, or do some other little side, side missions. I'm really enjoying like the the, the sort of the gameplay loop really. And actually, what, what I what I really like is I'll get a mission done, and on the maybe on the way to a mission or just after a mission, it'll say, oh, now there's this mission to do. So there's not that I haven't found many times where I've had to like do a mission and then I'm like, where do I go now? Because the ones were like queued up for me, so it's quite good. And like, okay, I'll do one more mission, one more mission, one more mission. Um, and I, th- I think it's a really nice gameplay loop at the moment. Again, I hear a lot of these things do sort of do nothing when you're like 40 hours in and you just want to get the story finished. But um, yeah, so far, I've really surprised myself. After last week's like two hours, I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't know if I've really got the energy. I wanted to, I wanted to play through it because there wasn't a lot else that coming out. But 
yeah, this week I played it loads, and like um, I wasn't able to play on one of the nights this week, and I'm, I really wish I was playing like Days Gone, which is something I didn't think I'd be saying to myself uh, the week before last. But huh. yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I've always loved these sort of apocalyptic, end of the world sort of games. Obviously, I love things like Last of Us, but Last of Us is an absolute masterpiece, so it would be obvious that I would like that. But this definitely makes me feel similar things in just literally the fact it's like an apocalyptic uh, game of zombies and it's really good looking. Um, it just makes me more excited for Last of Us 2. But yeah, I- I'm surprisingly enjoying it quite a lot, actually. I, I know I- no, one I've, no one I've read have said it's like a terrible game. They just say it's just a 6 or 7 out of 10. And um, yeah, so far. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Probably about right, but I- I- I'm-, I'm-, I'm definitely enjoying what I'm playing so far. So Matt, because um, you've-, you've been playing this since it first came out, yeah? And so you mentioned yeah, there's like been the like a whole. Weekend, I guess. You mentioned there's been a whole load of patches. Have you noticed like a difference, like in the? Like, no, in no not massively. I mean, I, so th- th- there's been seven patches uh, since it came out, and a lot of people say, "Well, it's really bad." But apparently, God of War had the same amount in its first week. But um, I will say, I haven't, I haven't had any like major bugs at all. I've had like a, an instance where I saw like one of three because of sort of floating. Um, oh, I've, I, I did have one actually where I was going through, uh, going through a dark tunnel, and there are these like dark sort of tunnels as you go through, which has like loads of cars, and maybe you have to like get off your bike and move a car to clear clear space through through this tunnel um, with loads like burnt out vehicles and, and whatnot in there. But there was a space in this one, and I was I was going through. I was actually going a bit faster than I would normally because there wasn't any chance of me doing damage with like jumping off a cliff edge or whatever and I would go through this tunnel and I'd just explode out of nowhere just like there'd be a massive fireball and I'd be dead and I couldn't work out what happened and I'd, when I went through again it turned out there was there was actually a car in the way but it hadn't loaded properly and then when I went through slowly that car <laughs> wow. suddenly in the last second loaded in front of me um, and so the first time I was like oh well brilliant there's like a totally empty tunnel I can go through now but it's like kablam and <laughs> I died and everyone blew up but so that, I'm really tempted to play this really. Because it it just I don't know I'm 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 tempted by this actually at the moment just because like you I've got a thing at the moment for these like post-apocalyptic stuff I kind of feel like I want to play one. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely does feel old school in j- j- just a lot of stuff it does. I mean, it, there's yeah, like the AI isn't great of 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 like the freak enemies, but and it just it just feels quite old school of like the various different types of freaker and I don't know. I it's hard to sort of really quantify why, but it does feel. Like it's from like five years ago, which is, I mean, it's been a fairly long development, but no, so far, so good. I'm really enjoying it. And James is on my account, so you can play it when I'm not playing it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, There's definitely that thing. There's definitely that thing of, um, you know, if it is a six out of 10 game, a a 10 hour, six out of 10 game is fine, but a 40 hour, six out of 10 game is that. Yeah. You know, is that going to drag you down a exactly. little bit more? I've, I've, all these things are, that I'm enjoying at the moment are things that people said, oh, it's just so annoying when you want to do a mission and you're 50 hours in and you've got to like, get petrol. At the moment, it's, like, it's quite nice. I'm actually really enjoying like just exploring exploring the environment. It feels... I'm going to make a comparison here. It feels Red Deady in a way that is like a oh, massive environment and it's just word. you and like the bike well, as opposed to you and the horse. Um, and it uses... Musical cues, it, 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 nothing like nothing like Red Dead, but like sometimes the music will just happen. I'm like, is it trying to do a Red Dead thing? I don't know. Ben, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying like exploring the, the like the the map. It's not a massive massive map, but there are like snowy bits and desert bits, so it tries to convey um, quite quite a large distance. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. Surprisingly so. Cool. Cool. Uh, you talk uh, about 
James, you should, yeah, or... you should play James. I'll, I'll be interested to see what you think. Yeah, I would yeah. like to. Cool. Cool. Is that it? Did you, did you want to talk yeah, about Yeah, it's, it's just that Bloodborne and a bit of Portier still, because, yeah. you know, obviously. Cool. Dave, what have you got? Okay. Uh, so I've got a few games. I'll I'll, I'll whip through uh, a few early on. All right, we've spoken about Tetris 99. Uh, I've played Rocket League a lot. The the uh, yeah the new challenge system was introduced last week, uh, and I love it. The new stuff that like the loot, if you want to call it that, which is you know you, your prizes for doing challenges and leveling up and stuff, is actually really good. I mean, uh, anyone that's played Rocket League, if you score a goal in that, like the amount of fireworks and lasers that that come out of the goal as the ball explodes, is absolutely brilliant. But I've now unlocked a goal celebration where the ball crosses the line and it just goes. it's like just a little puff of smoke it's the funniest thing ever that that game continues to be absolutely insanely good um i've um been i i I wanted to mention this actually because i played through ape out um which was a game that you all pretty positive about at the time and you said on the show oh david wasn't david's probably been the only person that i haven't heard be positive about it and so i just wanted to quickly explain why it's a weird one. I, I I went into it thinking this is absolutely insanely brilliant. Like that first group of levels, I thought this is so good. I can't wait to see where it goes. And for me, it didn't go anywhere. It's just the levels got filled with more enemies every time. There was no change to the mechanics. It didn't try to do anything uh, interesting with the setting or or the um you know it didn't do anything interesting at all really it just made it harder with more enemies every time and i just thought ah it's such a shame like i didn't hate it i just got to a point where i just thought this is really disappointing because like not even the music really changed like the, the the incredible way that the sort of music forms around what you're doing is 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 done really well but then it doesn't change it at all. It's still the same throughout yeah, it, all the it, levels. I guess and... my issue with the music, it just sort of stays on top. It doesn't really... It, like, you change your music in as much as, like, you hear, like, cymbals and, and this and the other, like, smashing, but it doesn't really change anything. It's just uh, a nice thing for the background, I No, guess. but, like, it, it's, it's like it's the same crashes and smash and, the, you know, the drums in the background. It's not exactly the same, but it's, it's way too similar per level, you know yeah. what I mean? I thought... So I was thinking, so what is it doing to take this initial idea and expand on it? And the the answer for me was nothing. It, it, it just chucks more enemies at you. See, that, yeah. that would have been better as well. I mean, I do agree with you about that, because especially because it's presented as being like different albums, isn't it? Like, as in like... Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, if totally. they'd have had like a, a slightly different style for each album, that would have been, been better probably for like music That style. would have been more interesting, yeah. yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have made me feel... Um, you know, the, I, I would have understood it a little bit more, I guess. Um, but for this, like, the, everything I was doing was the same on every level, but it just had more enemies. And that's why I was surprised to see it get such high praise from so many outlets. Because I thought, I'm, I'm just really surprised that there's no one picking up on the fact that it doesn't really... I mean, the initial idea is absolutely fantastic, but it wasn't enough to drag it through the four or five albums that that game's got. Did you do the extra levels um, as well? Because that was when I was yes, like, oh. I, well, I did the, I did break in um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I guess I was expecting more, but again, it was, it felt so similar to everything else that I'd done that it, it, it yeah, I wasn't, um, 
yeah, I wasn't totally blown away with it, to be honest. Uh, but that was that. That's my reasons why. Um, I've played one level of World Wars Z. <laughs> World War Z. I've played one level of World War Z, um, and I absolutely adored it. I just really? haven't got around to playing any okay. more of it. Oh God, yeah. Have you played any of it, Sean? No, I I know almost nothing about it. It's just presumably it's based on the it was, it was a book and then a film, right? It's not really based on that at okay. all. It's the sort of Left for Dead ripoff game. All right. Which I mean, it's been uh, long enough up. that uh, yeah, I'll take a rip off at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially, a f- but, but the interesting thing is, it's third person. Okay, um, and it's more focused on hordes rather than it is uh, like it's ridiculous. I mean, the game, the the level we did was not challenging in any way whatsoever, but it had a wow factor, mm-hmm. which I I love in games. You know, th- there's always got to be something where you're like, whoa, what the fuck? And for this, it was the amount of enemies on screen was just insane like there was one part of the level where they were doing that thing from the film where they were all forming some pyramid not through you know any coordination but because there's hundreds and hundreds of enemies trying to climb like and and get you Uh, there was another bit where you're firing at a fence and they're trying to climb over the fence Mm -hmm. and you just see enemies just dropping from everywhere (laughs) i mean i i I, did i not send you that clip of the bit you did yeah now that you mentioned it yeah yeah and it's just like, whoa, this is insane. And the shooting feels great and everything. So um, I'm keen to play more of that. It's just finding the time to do so mm. uh, and finding teammates and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I see the Left 4 Dead comparisons. It don't feel like it's got the quality of that game, um, but it's got the wow factor in that you've, it will blow you away with the amount of enemies on screen. Mm-hmm. I think when that that starts to drop in price or ends up on one of these services, I think a lot of people will play it and actually find it to be like well worth worth the time. I you know, think, because uh, I've bought a new graphics card for the PC, I think I get a free copy of it. Right, so okay. I'll, well, then yeah, definitely find someone to play with because, okay. uh, yeah, I think it's well worth your time. Um, <laughs> I've been playing uh, a game called Tariba. Has anyone heard this? No, was it? New. Okay, it's probably going to end my marriage, Sean. Okay. Um, I just looked it up. It's, it's an a, iPhone game. Yeah. I think you could play it in a browser as well. And I saw it as a Facebook advert, and it said, hey, get five free plays if you if you get this app now. So I did that, and I was thinking, if it starts asking me for details, like my email address mm-hmm. or anything like that, then I am not going to sign up to this <laughs> thing because I do not trust anything like this anymore. Yeah. But it doesn't. It asks you for a username, and then that's it. You get your free, five free plays. Mm. It is a crane machine game, right? Mm-hmm. Where it has real crane machines in a warehouse somewhere, and you log into that crane machine and control it, <laughs> And if you win a prize, they send it to your house. Fuck. Okay. Yep. Yep. And it is absolute. I mean, so I did my five free goes. I've not spent any money on it because obviously I think you pay a pound for five goes or something, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's not cheap. Um, But, you know, that's the, the sort of thing it is. I... I just seeing the real crane machine on the screen <laughs> in front of you and then controlling the arm is just, oh my God. I was like, I'm going to be sick because I can really see myself just saying like, what do you want for Christmas, David? Just 
Apple Pay, like just an <laughs> you know uh, Apple credit, please, um, and then just spending the rest of the, the year on a crane machine. I mean, Matt is well aware of my addiction to those things. Yeah, but I've just I've um, just like gone the App Store to find it, but there are loads of others. So have you downloaded the other ones? There there are loads of other ones, but that Tariba seems to be the most popular one. Um, uh, I get that one basically. Game to you get your five free plays. You don't have to give too much information over. Um, but you, uh, but the other thing you could do is just watch people play as well, <laughs> which is insanely addictive. So I've been doing a lot of that this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't really want to recommend it to people because I just I could see people losing their lives to this <laughs> thing. Um, and oh god, it's so horrible as well. Like their the advertising campaign just is is sickening. The amount of videos I've watched of people playing it on YouTube, you know, forty minute long videos of YouTubers playing <laughs> on this thing, and then at the end of it, going like I'm winning loads of shit, mm-hmm. and then at the end of it, going thanks to Reba for <laughs> you know letting us play your game, and I'm just like oh yeah. fuck. I mean, off. what sort of prizes are we talking? Is it iPhones or anyway. key rings? Or- I was, no, 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 it's all shit. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like plushies and all yeah. that sort of stuff, but who cares? Um, but yeah, we all know that uh, crane machines are rigged anyway. You don't need to then fucking rig the marketing as well, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, everything about it is underhand. <laughs> But um, uh, I've been playing it, and yeah, fuck this. Uh, you know, I might just stick a couple of quid in, just to, <laughs> you know. That's how it starts. I think I might do. I think I might do. Uh, I'm thinking about it, but yeah. Uh, so that was Tariba, and um, for some bizarre reason, Chet and I have decided to play through every single Halo game <laughs> uh, on heroic setting uh in co-op and uh that is something that microsoft should shout about a little bit more but that that um master chief collection is pretty special Mm. it's pretty special there's still people playing the online stuff and we've been doing that as well that's pretty good but play i mean god damn i going through i mean halo one like you pick up a lot of things going back to that game at this point you know i'm not putting the game down at all obviously it was absolutely revolutionary or whatever but the repetition in that first game is is quite stunning you know everyone remembers certain levels you know the second level the other one that was where you landed on a beach or whatever and then you have you know all that stuff people remember and they're right to remember those levels because they're they're brilliant but the levels that people don't mention are the ones where you're going into the same like the you they're like buildings you go into the same building over and over again and they all look identical uh and all that sort of stuff and of course that's of its time you know uh it's just the way the games are back then but it's really surprising when you go back and play through it start to finish again um and so we're halfway through halo 2 at the moment and uh that's got way more variety in it um, and it's actually a massive step up from Halo One. Uh, you, you don't realise like how much work they did with you know things like uh, uh, vehicles and stuff like that. It's, it is a huge improvement, but it does lack that sort of. Feet. I, I felt it at the time as well. You know when they removed the elites and replaced them with brutes and stuff. Yeah. It felt like half of the tactical yeah. uh, gameplay Weird gone. Decision that. Yeah, and playing on heroic is is really tough as well in that game because they vastly reduce the amount of health you get, like the amount of times you could get hit uh, in Halo Two. And fuck me, I mean uh, the, the second level took us ages because they're really long levels as well, um, and you know we we were getting killed constantly. So, uh, but yeah, I mean that that if you've got an Xbox One, man, like and especially with Game Pass, you get that you've got 
all those Halo games, and it's just been it's been really good fun going through them again. Uh, they still hold up to some extent, even though there's a lot of things that you'll go back to and think, "Fucking hell, we've moved on from this." And we, like the speed of the walking, you know, there's no run button <laughs> in those early Halo games, and the speed of it is so slow. I'm, I'm uh, still just like yeah, devastated from that first weekend when we were so pumped to get it, and it just it was a, such yep. a broken mess. But because the idea of all of them being on there, and like. I would love to play Reach again where when that mm. appears on there. Um the 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 multiplayer is fascinating as well because it you you can play mixed bag which then just like one minute you're playing Halo 3 then uh, Halo 1 and then you know so it, like it, it just loads the next a multiplayer game and it's a different Halo completely and stuff like that and that that's brilliant. Um but what's fascinating is that one game you'll just go into and it's just pointless because you'll spawn and you get sniped. And then you, you know, it's people that have only played Halo forever. Uh, but then you'll get a game that's really close, and those games are just as good as they were back then. You know, when you find a team that's sort of on your level, that nothing, uh, I mean, uh, not many games have come close to how good that game feels in multiplayer. It's, it's still, it's still really, really good. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it from me. Cool. It is getting quite late. Matt, it is. Do you want to read some emails? <laughs> Uh, that's James. Oh, fuck, sorry. Yeah, if you're still it. around. Thanks, Phil. Um, okay. <laughs> if you want to email us, it's uh, podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Uh, Thomas uh, at LamaFluff42 has uh, emailed us. He says, uh, last week I tweeted in with a suggestion of a Computer Game Show best of compilation to mark the milestone of 150 episodes. I don't doubt that it would be a formidable task to pull together the best moments from the show, particularly when you all seem to have flashed by the MIB um, memory eraser and can't recall much beyond the Game of the Year shows. That's understandable, you are stressed out dads. However, we, the fans, listeners, can help. We're more readily we uh, we're more readily be able to identify our favourite moments and are probably happy to revisit old episodes to find them. Why don't we send in our suggestions, including episodes and episodes and times, to help build a complica- uh, complication I think it's uh, a collection of solid gold. I regularly revisit res- episode 48, Planet, just to hear the Luigi decapitation story, the first unveiling of the backpack song, and the hilarity over the Mass Effect facial animations. <laughs> it's just a thought, but I'm hoping your content-assessed uh, CEO is all over this idea. Keep up the amazing work, uh, etc. So, yeah. Yeah, your fans' favourite episode would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be really and cool. Obviously, yeah, we need your help with that. That that makes things so much easier. We need a good way um, of compiling all the suggestions, don't we? Because if people just stick it in the Discord or Twitter mentions, then it will will just lose it over time. Um, maybe if we had a Google Doc that was set public and people could just post like timestamps, like episode numbers and timestamps and stuff. Yeah, we could do it definitely. Yeah, that might work. Yeah, because I mean, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, our memories and my memories just so bad for this stuff. There's probably so much we missed. But yeah, I, 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 I can use set up like a Google sheet and you know, make it public and yeah, get people to add to it for sure. Cool. And then um, yeah, and then we'll get edited together. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike Petit at Bis Toad says, uh, with the recent anniversary updates to Sea of Thieves, giving the game a serviceable single-player quest alongside a host of other improvements, are any of you tempted to give it another crack? I know you all bounced off it on release, but Rare have been steadily improving the game over the last year, and it's turned into one of my favourite exclusives of the generation, especially in multiplayer. It'd also be a belter for a stream, perhaps with a certain Mr. 
Agar Ket showing you the ropes if he or she or uh, he, you, or whatever, be up for it. I'm really tired. All right, James. Yeah, I'm just really tired. Come on, it's like quarter to 12. This is returned to this nonsense again. And it's just really this. like... Yeah, uh, so, yeah, what do we, I mean, I, I don't ever want to play Sea of Thieves again, but what do you guys okay, think? Why? I'm, I'm well up for going back. Yeah, but why, why, why? would you, James, if it's good, James? Now? I just don't care. I just don't care. I don't. I've I've got no time anyway, and it's like I don't really want to play a game that is average at best, from what I've heard from most people. But well, uh, but they've on, added whoa, loads whoa, of stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've just said that you were interested in play playing Days Gone. It's a totally different kind of game. <laughs> no, 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 no. I haven't got time to play a game that supposedly averages best. Yeah, that but that's a multi. That's a multiplayer like focus game that I've already played, and I know that I'm. I know. But that they've I'm added really the whole single player thing. Great. Okay, all right. I'll, let's do it. Let's oh. come on. Then let's let's all play Sea of Thieves. Let's all play it. Come on. When, when, when should we play? Well, I'm glad you. That's a range. But I'm actually it's really no. up for that. That doesn't work as like yeah. a sarcastic joke because no, I. No, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> I I mean, I was I was about to say that I you know I'd be well up for trying it again if I had you know a group of my mates mm. that you know my usual crew yeah. if they they wanted to play again I would definitely download and play mm. again but. Um, Sean, there's could no you, chance could you play it with us on the PC? You could, right? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, you yeah. totally could. Yeah, I'll be well up for that. I've, I, I, I've also heard it's it's been it's good now, and there's plenty of plenty of fun stuff in there. But uh, well, why don't we do a stream then? And I'm being serious about that because it's on Game Pass or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Home of mediocrity. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be really up for streaming that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, Paul has emailed. He says, as a time... <laughs> James has just realised he's agreed to play Sea <laughs> It's just hit home. Yeah. How has that happened? As a- he's going to wake up tomorrow absolutely gutted. Did did I last night yeah, like, what did I do to play last Sea of Thieves? I mean, James, it is late. Feel free to edit. I'm not allowed, though, am I? Because Matt gets all annoyed if I don't read out the entire no, no, thing. You, you, can, you can do what you want, James. No, I can't, because then you start making sarcastic <laughs> comments later on. Anyway, Paul has emailed in. He says, as a, as a time-poor father of two, I've only just managed to finish the story for Red Dead Redemption 2, but wanted to share some thoughts, having so enjoyed listening to the team discuss the game in the past. Red Dead Redemption is one of my favourite games of all time, so I was, re- I was incredibly looking forward to playing the prequel. However, strange design choices and an overlong, repetitive story mar the wonderful characterisation of Arthur in what is a visually stunning recreation of the... Di- cut this one. If we're editing him, cut this one. You would just cut it, yeah? Cut this one out. Yeah. Yeah, just get that rid was, of it. What that was fu- sort of what I was getting at, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> I'm literally joking because he's slagging off the best game okay. ever. <laughs> Am I finishing reading it, or what? Yeah, finishing it, I was joking. However, oh, where did I get to? Okay, I can't remember who it was on the pod who mentioned last-gen mission structure, that was Matt, Uh, but I absolutely agree. I still like the game, and I'm glad to have played it, but this recent essay on Polygon does a good job of summing up how I feel. It's a long read, and I don't agree with it all. The criticism of the controls is overplayed, but it includes a possible alternative story arc that would have been um, that would have seen the game begin with Arthur, Dutch, and the gang at the height of their powers, thus making the decline and betrayal all the more powerful. I would have liked I'd like to have played that. I wonder whether any of you, with the benefit of hindsight, would agree that Red Dead Redemption 2 isn't the masterpiece we originally thought and hoped for, and if it is possible that the hype for the game and Rockstar's reputation meant people were too ready to overlook its clear flaws. I suspect the answer is no, but I also wonder if it will turn out to be one of those games where time and distance see it being critically re-evaluated in years' time. I totally 
have a completely different opinion to that. But what, what do you think? Okay, I was going to say, yeah. like, I, I'm pretty sure I was aware of the flaws at the time. Um, I don't feel like I've revisited it, revisited it, and gone. Hang on a minute, like, uh, like I, yeah. Um, See, it, to me, it, it it was always a bit of a mixed bag, but overall, I had really positive feelings towards it. Um, there, there were certainly things that in a a lesser game would have really pissed me off. Um, as you know, as you say, like, yeah, the missions are really like. You turn up and shoot a load of people every time, almost. Um, and you know, especially in the, the the final sort of act of the game, there's a lot of just traipsing around the map. Um, but I I feel like we all acknowledge that stuff at the time. I don't feel like it's been a sort of retrospective, like, oh, hang on a minute. Do you no, know what I, mean? I don't think so either, because I I felt. I mean, I didn't play it when it immediately came out that much anyway. I came back to it later. True, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it felt, to me, it felt like about two weeks, well, a week or two weeks after it had come out, everyone was slagging it off. You know, yeah. like, and saying, it, <laughs> saying, oh, this is terrible, it's really boring, and all that kind of thing. It feels like mm. everyone was saying that, and that seems to... I don't think this is, like, criticism of it is anything new. It feels like it's always kind of been like that. But I don't know, I mean, I, I don't agree with the idea of them being at the height of their powers either, because I thought one of the things that was really nice about the game was the fact that it, like, starts off with them at that low point, and then you end on that point as well. It Like, you get this mm. sort of the up and the down of the whole thing. It was, um, yeah, and the way, that, but then, like, no, I can't say any more, because <laughs> it will ruin yeah. the story. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah. What do you think, Dave? Um, I, 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 t- I think it was one of the best games I've ever played, and um, I I stand by that. Mm. So, I mean, the, uh, no amount of time is going to make me suddenly go, ah, I didn't really like it that much. You know, it, I, I did. I, I absolutely adored that game. Um, and I'm going through a slow burn second playthrough. Mm-hmm. Like I have been since Christmas. Uh, and I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will complete it again. It just take me ages um, because I'm every now and then I'll just stick it on and just remember how much I adore that game. See, and also that Polygon article, he's right, there is a lot. I mean, there are some sort of valid stuff in there as well, But this, and he's right, the stuff about the controls is ridiculous. Because, I mean, I I don't remember, I, after I played it probably for about, I don't know, five hours or stuff, I don't remember, I didn't make, remember making any mistakes, like, in terms of, like, controlling the game. No, no you too. No, because you, you get used to it. Totally like yeah, it's, uh, you know. Um, I mean, well, I mean, you adapt. That's that. That's you know. That's what you have to do in some games. And I mean, you can say. I still would love to get a clip of you at the Game of the Year show where you were just going, "No, they're terrible. <laughs> they're the worst controls well, no, they, ever." They could be better than they were, but they weren't to the point where it made the game completely unplayable, where you'd never want to play it again. Do you know what I mean? This is the the thing with it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, my, my love for that game um, only increased as I played it, and it's definitely one of the best games I've ever played. With some issues like I love it's covered. Like I still think like, the, the mission structure needs to needs to change, and the controls are, aren't great. But get used to them. Does and it, the, the characters. What, what does it need to change to? I don't know. Something else isn't just like go here, shoot them, come back. Like. I don't think it's that's um, moved on much. I mean, I, there, there were so many missions in that game that wasn't well, that. Well, I, I, that you, I, so you're saying there's some missions were actually midway through going somewhere to killing someone, you didn't go somewhere else to kill someone else and come back to the mission. <laughs> I, I, I don't think the missions that we've we've been over this, but I, I, I feel like Matt, Matt, there's there's missions in that game where you go to kill someone and end up in in the doctors hearing some of the most craziest news i mean yeah but it's still there's loads of that know, stuff I, in I it just stuff like the in missions what what weren't inspired but fundamentally matter because the story they wrapped up in and the characters were just one of the best things i've ever, I've ever played and it's worth 
I, I, I think if we're really picky, those things could be improved, obviously, but it doesn't matter because it didn't sell. It was an absolutely stunning game. Right, okay. uh, let's go on to tweets. Good. Uh, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter if you want to tweet us. Um, I'm going to chuck this one in at the beginning. This is Mark Christie. The TCGS Division 2 Xbox clan is floundering. We have seven to eight. Uh, that's not 78, that's 7 to 8 members with only 4 of us playing of any regularity any chance we can get a mention of this uh, on the show to recruit more members, I'm thinking ahead to the release of the 8 player raid and how good it would be to get 8 clan members together I appreciate it's not the most popular game of this type Destiny 2 still holds that mantle gets a weekly mention um, but and also the clan situation isn't helped by playing on Xbox rather than Playstation 4, but if anyone listening to this right now is playing on Xbox and you haven't joined the Xbox clan, please join because uh, yeah, that, that, that uh, that raid isn't too far away I don't think and uh, with eight members on it it'll be awesome anyway I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze that in I'll squeeze that in um, uh, Kurt Lewin at angry underscore Kurt it seems obvious that some games will be cross generation going to next gen but with next gen being backwards compatible do you think the PS4 disc will be raised up on the PS5 or do you think we'll have to buy the PS5 version again to get the PS5 experience also, do you think we have to buy the PS5 version to get the PS5 experience? No, I think it'll be just like it is with Xbox One X, where it's just the same thing, but it just gets improved a bit or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't think they, I know they mentioned 8K, but I, that isn't going to be a thing for a while. Uh, and yeah, it'll just be like, oh, this is now guaranteed 4K or native 4K or guaranteed 60 frames. I think that's it. Really. Yeah, I don't think they'd get away with it. I mean, Next. I know they're going to watch. I mean, they've, they've got to see how well Microsoft have done it. You know, they, they again. You know, as we said, it looks like they're pushing for the service rather than selling consoles. Um, and you know, all that stuff they've done with backwards compatible games and all that sort of stuff is just building that trust with the consumer. That hey, do you remember when you bought this game? Well, you can still play it on the, on your new system and stuff. It's it's just building, you know. It, it reminds me of the App Store. You when you got you, you got your new um, iPhone or whatever, and you just downloaded all the apps that you bought. Yeah. Uh, on your previous mm. one, you know, it, it's just they they're building trust in consumers with their service at the moment, and uh, that's where they're heading, um, and it, it's working. So for so for Sony to ignore that would be just, I mean, it'd be criminal, wouldn't it? Yeah, but then obviously when it's probably a little bit different. But when PS4 came out, we had games like Assassin's Creed. Was it Black Flag that was sort of cross, cross? It sort of straddled both generations, didn't it? And if you bought the PS, if you bought the PS3 version, you could pay like some extra money to upgrade to the PS4 version, couldn't you? So I'm sure. I wonder if they'll do something similar, whereby games that come out now, you can pay some extra money and upgrade them to the PS5 version. They should not do that. No, but I can... Uh, and also, there's also talk about oh, things like Death Stranding. Will that be on PS4? Will that be PS5? And, and the way people are talking, it's not like, well, you'll just buy the PS4 version and it'll be upscaled on PS5. They're talking like it'll be released on both. I wonder if that get mentioned this week. Uh, what, Death Stranding? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, um, uh, Kojima said uh, you know, like last week or the week before that we're going to see a new trailer soon, and he's like, he sent, he's like taking pictures of him clearly cutting a trailer together. I don't know. Right. Okay. So that's that. I, then. I, I, right. I, I don't know. I mean, it's day you play. We've only seen. Yeah, one. we'll it's see that Thursday. Know whether that's going to be the place for exclusive trailers or not, as in like really big stuff. Oh, I, I, I'd imagine that's exactly where. They'll want that. They they want it. They want it to be the new direct, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So they'll want people watching every time they announce it. And, you know, what better way than to whack up a exclusive trailer yeah, like that? I do really want to see Death Stranding, so hopefully that's the case. Well, do you remember that trailer that they showed where it was just walking across environments? It was so weird. <laughs> oh, wait, well, well, with all the oil and stuff on the ground, on the beach, that one? No, 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 that was the first ever trailer. No, they did they did a essentially a gameplay trailer. I can't remember was was it at E3? I think it was at E3 where it was just the character, the main character just walking across environment. It's really odd. And then pulling his um, knackered toenails out and then carrying on and just <laughs> yeah, yeah, really weird. It's just really strange. Yeah. Okay, the, um, it's an SNW. There, there, was, there was a drill tweet uh, a few years ago saying, move every GameStop to the... Actually, it might have been like the other week, but anyway. Drill saying, move every GameStop to the peak of K2 and you'll find out damn quick who the real gamers are. Uh, inspired by that tweet, what's the most extra mile thing you've ever done for gaming and what limitations would it take for you to give up on gaming altogether? Most extra mile thing I've done for gaming? Um... Yeah, it's a weird thing. I mean, like, if I think... My first thing is I'll, like, importing rock band like you know for 150 or whatever quid like a few years ago from <laughs> japan but like that's not i mean and obviously that, that was then that doesn't feel like such a massive thing these days and i don't really go the extra mile yeah even if um, importing was even the extra mile back then well mine was lugging lugging my tv onto a train to take to a friend's to play halo lampard oh yeah yeah, yeah. i did that i yeah. mean all, all that stuff. I mean, you, imagine doing that now. <laughs> oh, do, you, uh, do you want to come down and play uh, a game together? Yeah, no problem. Can you bring your telly? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, let's play on Xbox Live or something. I'm definitely do you not know doing that. <laughs> that. That was, yeah, that was madness. How about like, doing all that spending stuff? Spending hundreds, possibly thousands of hours of the only life I'll ever have pro- voluntarily producing entertainment around <laughs> Yep. <video games>. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty insane when you think about it. Um, I used to. D- I mean, this isn't really a huge one, but I the thought of doing it absolutely goes through me now. I used to have a swap tool for my PS2. Do you, ever, you guys ever dabble with this? No, was it? So basically, it was the whole thing. You know, like with the PS1, um, you could put in if you wanted to play a, a copied game, you would put in a legit one first, and then you'd have to like swap the disc, but using a weird. There's like a technique so it wouldn't know that the the you know the disc tray was open or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't know you'd swap the disc. Um, PS2, yeah. So you so it was so you could play copied games and you would put in like the the swap tool disc first, and then so you you have to take off the front panel of the disc drive on the PS2, and then literally you put the disc in, load it up, and it's like, right, okay, swap the disc. And then you'd have this little bit of plastic that you shoved into the disc tray, slid it to one side, and then yanked it out, swapped the disc, pushed it back in. Oh, like, really, like, clearly fighting the the motor that, you know, made the disc drive come in and out. Um, and then, yeah, and then you put your copy game in, and that was, that was how that worked. And in hindsight, it's just like, oh, my God, why wasn't I worried about breaking it every single time I did that? You meant you meant imports, yeah, not not. Sorry, you know, yeah, I mean yeah. legally purchased imports. Yeah, yeah, that just didn't work yeah. on the thing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that's mad. But you wanted that free game, innit? Yeah. So uh, also, I mean, I, I sent my original Xbox off to Ireland to be chipped and then sent back oh, again. What? I, was... I wonder if it was by the same guy. Was it, it was Yoda? Yoda? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, he did mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. did a good yeah, fucking job, box. man. That was a that Xbox was like because he just stuffed it full of emulators and ROMs and stuff as well. I mean, legal backups. Um, and <laughs> the the yeah. um the uh yeah going down blockbusters was a treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll rent this game and find the hard <laughs> drive. Uh, the I've still got my, my. I found mine in the loft. Uh, oh, yeah. The only problem is I can't find the wires, the power wires, oh, and they the were all weird. The proprietary ones, weren't they? Like the video cable was. They a, were. Yeah, they were. You can get them. I think they're like twenty quid <laughs> on Amazon, like sort of third party ones. But um, uh, twenty quid. Yep. Uh, I don't know. But I, I would like to see what was on that hard drive because. Yeah, Jesus, I, I got my Dreamcast chip to play like Japanese and American games, but that's the only like chipping I've actually done to a mm-hmm. to, 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 to a Did console. Because uh, I know the Dreamcast could play pirated games, no bother. But was it still weird about region stuff? Yeah, no, like, the, the, could... there was that bleem Dreamcast disc, which sort of helped <laughs> in some regards. We I, I had my chip to play. Well, I played like Japanese version oh, of Shimmer and I, stuff, I, and like for our people. Now, now you mention that. Now you mention that. I do remember the GameCube. Um, like I played Resident Evil 4 around a friend's house and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to buy this. And he was like, you can't buy this. It's not out in (laughs) over here yet. Well, how are you playing this? Well, you've got to import the game, then get this disc. It was like the swap thing, but it was a little bit more legal. It was like, it was similar to action replay. And it was, it was because I, because I, I got that disc to play the, like Animal Crossing, like that was the first version of Animal Crossing I played was on GameCube because it it never came out like well, it wasn't going to come out on the on the GameCube in in That's UK. right, yeah, yeah. I but, imported it from Australia, but I forgot what the name of that disc was because I know exactly what you're talking about. But it had like because the original, I've got it. I think it's it. I literally think it's by my bed. <laughs> it was like a region. <laughs> Joe three just disc, like dumped a load of old I've complete what it was discs. called. Because it, it was. Oh, so where did, yeah. so, hang on, so where did you get Animal Crossing from then? Because I got it from Australia and there was no. Messing, it was the same. It was considered the same region. I I imported mine from Canada because it was uh, like cheaper okay. from there, and you yeah. could like. I, I got one from a store in Middlesbrough, and it came with like into like Animal Crossing memory card thing, and it was awesome. Had like a little sticker yeah. on it. <laughs> I assume that was like a UK version, but maybe it wasn't. Who knows? That's what it was. It was the freeloader. It was called the freeloader. Freeloader. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was like Which it was not, rumored I mean, for ages. We weren't doing anything dodgy, really, yeah. other than just getting around the region stuff. Yeah. But that really does sound yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a dodgy novel. Oh, a freeloader, please. Um, yeah, no, that, that that I went to that extent. But I don't think there's much that would get in the way of me if I really, really wanted to play something. I mean, uh, buying a PC. Other than that. <laughs> um, that's probably the barrier I remember I mean, spending yeah, like, hours doing that with PCs like getting I mean I remember I had like a 486 that was nowhere near powerful enough to play anything and I spent like ages just you know configuring stuff and all that kind of thing to try and get it to play stuff <laughs> I mean I remember trying to install Windows onto my Mac to play PUBG and it just I was like nah, this really is not worth it I almost destroyed my Mac uh, yeah, those so were the days of boot camp uh, where it was yeah. easier. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, terribly. Like, so yeah, the question of oh, what would you know, what would be severe enough to stop you playing games? Like the first, the first place my mind goes is like, well, some sort of injury or yeah. loss of use of one of my senses or or you know, like whatever. That wouldn't stop well, me. Well, mate. this is the thing. Like, actually, that's a really shitty thing to say because there are loads of really inspiring examples of people overcoming those things and and still playing games anyway. So that's really not a 
I mean, obviously, it's it's a hindrance, but people find ways around it. So your mind went there, and my mind went like, "Oh, well, if the internet cuts out, if I, if I, <laughs> if I yeah, know yeah, internet, yeah, yeah, there goes my day one patches, there goes everything." <laughs> it would be a bummer, like if me and all my mates like sort of broke up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And then uh, all of a sudden, I haven't got a group of mates to play these games with that I do every single night. So sure, um, find new friends. Yeah, I guess. Nope. Not at this age. I was saying to Joe, I think I've met and befriended everyone that I want to know. I think I've done. I am. I think I'm done. I don't want to meet new people or befriend anyone else. I think I'm totally done with that now. I know what you mean. Like I I had a couple of years back, I was like, "Oh, these these are the mates that will probably be at my funeral." (laughs) Yeah. Like this Um, is this is pretty much it now. I think it takes the pressure off. Because, like, you know, you don't want to be liked that much anymore. Because <laughs> you don't need yeah. to be. So it's like... It's, I know what you mean. This is an awful thing to say, but it's true. Um, yeah, I just think I'm done with everyone. It was like... it's <laughs> Like, it's different, but, like, on Twitter, like, I, I don't follow anyone new on Twitter anymore. And I feel like my mindset used to be, like, oh, yeah, but, you know, like, what about all the potential friendships you're missing out on by by having that sort of attitude? And now I'm just like, no, I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. just... I have completely stopped checking who follows yeah. me and how many people, my follow count, all that sort of stuff, completely Yeah, I'm just like, look, I, I don't follow loads of people that I genuinely like. I just don't need to see what they're saying on Twitter. And equally, if you want to unfollow me, go ahead. I it's not a, yeah, it's not a exactly. measure of anything anymore. I don't care. My my follower list now, Sean, is just Millwall players. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And it's great because, I mean, I'm going to have to change that if I come back to the show properly because you don't get like a fair assessment of people's reaction. Yeah. I think that is important yeah. when you're when you're doing something like this this show. But uh, yeah, right now, all that's happening on my Twitter feed is just players going, oh, you know, not a great season, but we push on next season. <laughs> you know, inane shit. It's great. I love it. I think James has died. We should probably yeah, wrap well, this up. Yeah, well, I'm going to squeeze on a couple. I'm not going to do oh, it. Oh, come on, Matt. Is James Come gone? on, I'm still here. It's just, you, this, I'm looking at this. There's a list of about 16 tweets or whatever. I'm not going to do all this. James, p- pipe down. <laughs> it's funny because you were tweeting the other week, oh, you know, the well's drying up. Please tweet us in questions. Old Dave's back. Rammed. Can't move for questions this week. Can't move yeah, for also, questions. Also, we've started later, haven't we, Dave? That's the other, <laughs> the other issue. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I can bl- I could be blamed for an hour of that, but then there was half an hour of you downloading Audacity, Sean. So let's not, you know, glass houses. Can I just get on with these before glass James houses. falls asleep? Uh, Shawnee Boy uh, on Twitter. Since Dave has the dirt on James, he should choose which games James streams next. Thoughts? What would you get James to... De- James, are you deleting shit on this doc? Yeah. Why? We are saving for next... <laughs> Is this how we do the editing now? We're saving yeah. for next week, James. So we've, we've gone from... I can't not read things out on my section because I'll get shouted at to deleting stuff in someone else's section. Yeah, basically. I mean, look, okay. a couple of these, they've already had emails they've ordered, so they don't get two. <laughs> James, we're saving for next week. Don't delete them. Undo that stuff. James, you're the best. <laughs> Just go and read them, Matt. Go on. What would I get him to play? I don't know. <laughs> Probably... Um, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. <laughs> so people could just see his face while he's playing it. I bet. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he's trying to hide the fact that 
he's sexually aroused. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that. You'd watch that, wouldn't you, Matt? I don't want to watch James be sexually aroused on camera. Not, not again. <laughs> I know, you'd be watching him trying to hide it. That's different. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. It would do, yeah, that would, that would be good. Um, but no, I'd, I'd never hold that over him. I'm not, a, to, well, I will. That's a lie. But I'm, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't tell him what to stream. I mean, in terms of my streaming, uh, and James's streaming, he's way better than I am. So I'm just going to stick out and stay away from that. I'm not going to tell him what to stream. Um, yeah, he can stream what he wants. It's always gold. No. Yeah. All right, take no, a compliment, James. <laughs> fucking awful. Hell. I've been really ashamed of those. To be honest. <laughs> All right, right. We're gonna we're gonna Better call that night, and, and we'll we'll do some others next week. Uh, sorry about that, but James has fallen into bits. Blame James. James. Undo what you deleted as well. No, maybe is this the new thing? Where it's like, tell you what, we'll just we'll read these out on the Patreon only show. <laughs> oh God, no, we're not doing that. Also, uh, James. A couple, like, did you hear Matt then? Because I think he is genuinely pissed oh, off. I know he is. Yeah. Well, you know, pure time. He does not give a we'll, shit. Born <laughs> to be wild. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe cover this next week. James, you could cover him next Probably week. Probably not. He doesn't have to. He doesn't do tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash tcgs. <laughs> are you genuinely mad? With no, him, of course Matt? not. But, but also, are we are going to cover him next week. It doesn't matter. Let's just get on with it. <laughs> Let's just end this one way or the other. Right, thanks very much for listening, everyone. James, thanks for sticking with us. I was only <laughs> deleting the ones that were like ridiculous open-ended questions that will take another 15 minutes to answer. Yeah, that's fine. That's just funny. Um, Dave, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. It's been really good to have you back on. Um, thanks for having that's me. okay. <laughs> I just, sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. I sort of brain sort of half-formed a joke and then it didn't work and then I just didn't, just didn't <laughs> say any of it. No. Um, no, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and uh, hopefully, I get to speak to you Is all there anything you want to cool. plug, David? Uh, no. Okay. Wicked. Patreon, 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 give us yeah. money. Right, come on, Sean. This is where you end the <laughs> show. Sure, come on, you're the host now, mate. You're the host. Yeah, sorry. I, I think I'm in the same way as James now. I'm just okay. Well, abs- okay. Well, yeah, so patreon.com slash TCGS. If, 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 it's live now. Wow. Uh, please support us if you've ever loved anything we've ever done. And, uh, and, and or if you it. plan to in the future. <laughs> yeah, if you plan Either to watch stuff we've done, please support <laughs> us on Patreon. It's live now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the video we put up, as I say, yeah, some technical issues, but it was a lot of fun to do it. And I'm, I'm really excited about doing more of them um, and, and interested we, and to see what people want from the patron only uh, patron only show um yeah, yeah it's it, exciting times I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it goes cool and, and we've got loads loads of streamers week sean's stream tonight we're streaming the patron q a and tc just talks over stay play on thursday and yeah. all sorts of stuff so just check us out on twitch and all the usual places you literally don't need to be without us ever now that's how that's how it works night, saying pretty low for a lot of people but oh, that's true. That, you're all good yeah <laughs> Right, cool. Thanks very much, everyone. Um, Cheerio, and thank you for letting us be natural. Good night. Good night. One more question. One more question, James. Go on. Just one more question.
holy shit, is that nearly three hours? 